Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. What is up, good people of the world? And John. It's time to podcast. Yeah. So that's it, huh? We come yeah, in hot like that, that's and, then we, and we've stopped talking. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I have to say to the people of Mississippi? Uh, oh, that happened. Yeah, it was fun. You could say, um, "Do you know?" You can say to people in Middle Tennessee, "Hop out them dogs." <laughs> you why, why should I be impressed with that win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. did y'all not look good? No, they they look dominant. Not, a, not according to the coach. Oh, Coach Kirby Smart. Yeah, yeah he's a, a lot good of a lot of penalties. I believe he's a good. They don't. Who like did uh, who did Bama play? Ole, Ole Miss. Miss at Ole Miss. Yeah, we sometimes refer them uh, refer to them as old sis. Was it a beatdown? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it's one touchdown. Was and then was it forty seven to sixty two to seven? Yeah, huh. first team in the history of the SEC to start a with season three straight fifty point wins. No. 50 point games. Ah, uh, 50 point games. That's to score, good. to score 50. Yeah. Let's make this more. Did they get so good in that game that they even let Jalen in? Jalen came in like he in the did. second quarter. Yeah. He threw two touchdowns. The third string white guy came in. Mac Collins. Or oh, Mark Ma- Collins. Mac. Or what was it? What was it Jeff said? What's make, his, make Collins. His name's, not, his name's not Collins. I think it is. No. What are you doing? What is it then? It starts with a it's C. It's Mac and uh, then. Are you serious right now? It's not cacked. Oh my god, we're gonna pull up. That's not. No, we're gonna pull. No, Can no, no. we not? We're we're in the middle of this, John. You're coming in hot. Your face is coming in hot. Ooh. How about them? Tension. Hey, you like apples? How about them apples? <laughs> but you know who didn't win this week? The Land Sharks. Uh, now I'm, I'm pivoting to soccer. Auburn. Oh. Oh, too soon. No, it's never too soon. Um, my my beloved Tottenham Hotspur did not win. I don't even know what that means, but you special. But there's people who do. <laughs> um, my Redskins didn't win. It's it's Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, he his joke was he mistyped and said make Jones, and yeah. then we we derailed in our conversation, and it was make this, make. How that. did we not get to Mark Jones? I don't know, right? Because I don't know. He has the best commercials in the area. <laughs> Gets all the rappers. That's really funny. Um. Let's see what else happened. I started here? watching um, Jack Ryan. Ooh! If I, I I download the app on my PlayStation, the uh, Amazon Prime app, and I log in with credentials. I had previously been under the Prime uh, services of Amazon via a friend who invited me to his Prime. Right. So I'm thinking, hey, I can just watch the video. I didn't cl- quite read the button that says like get Prime or whatever. Ooh! So now you got Prime, huh? So I clicked it, and then immediately I had Amazon pulled up too because I was looking at stuff on Amazon. I think you can cancel, right? You can, and you don't have to pay the $100. Amazon yeah. Prime is the mark of the beast. You know what else it is? Amazing. The Amazon the Amazon Prime uh, video streaming service, has a, it has some good stuff in there. Yeah, they get a lot of, because of their studios, make a lot of movies, like the more independent, I don't want to say independent, more of like just small budget artistic films. And they end up coming to Amazon about six months after they come out. And they have so. big AAA titles. They had Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming, things like that. Uh, they also had the Showtime. On Prime? Yeah. Yeah. They had the Showtime. So you On could, Prime. Yes. So then I click Showtime. You, you can watch it for free. Well, if you have Amazon Prime. Yes. I think if with that, I think it's on there because of Stars. They have a connection with Stars, and I know Homecoming's on Stars right now. So you have Stars? 
it's on the app. Yeah, you get a lot. Do you, show you do you have stars? It's on. Uh, technically, do I answer yes, John? You tell me because it's on the Amazon Prime. It depends on if you have stars. <laughs> I don't want to answer this question, and the way you're looking at me is making me giggle. So thank you for all of the above. Okay, I guess we'll never know. I, I have it now. I'm the, done, Sean. Through the Amazon Prime bundle. Uh, Does that make sense? The Jack, bundle. Jack Ryan, how top, far are you? Top notch. Me and Casey, I caught Casey. He had posted something on uh, the Geek versus. Uh, well, how many episodes are there? There's eight, I believe. I'm in probably four or five. And he goes, "Hey, what's a cliche way to introduce a character without having him answer two to three Jeopardy questions to parlay to the audience that he's smart?" So I was like, "I know exactly why he said that." Yeah, and you know now. Yeah. Uh, and I said, well, what you do instead is that you show first the nameplate Jack Ryan, or I'm sorry, Dr. Jack Ryan, CIA analyst. Yeah. Then you show him looking at four screens. Then you make sure to get a shot of the uh, yes. Boston uh, University doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> so we, that way we know. We just know he's smart. Spoilers. Well, that's in the first yeah. episode in the first few minutes. You, should, you know what you should do, John? Download the aforementioned app and enjoy Jack Ryan. I wonder if I have stars. I don't know how to answer it. I have Amazon Prime. Then then you may have Showtime and Stars you don't. app in the app. You don't. Ooh. You have to pay for it. I clicked on Showtime and started watching I stuff. I think you can link it if you have a subscription. That's my you. point. Yeah. That's all I'm trying did, to say. Did you say that? Yes. Did you use the word Do link? Do you have stars? Me, before the app, no. So if that means that See, I don't have Sean, it now. Cable. I, I have cable. You're no. not articulating your thought well, sir. The and question, you're trying to portray that I'm dumb. No, we don't need to portray that. <laughs> your face. Jeez. <laughs> oh. How are you? Speaking of Casey, he and I had a mandate. Oh. Uh-huh. We went to see The Predator. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that and did I, come out. That hot pile of garbage. Yeah, I heard it didn't uh, get received too hot. No. From what I saw. No, it did not. Yeah. Did not. I, I, I didn't know the the. The scores, but I just knew people that went and was like, Ugh. yeah, I've heard. One uh, of my friends said that it was like they tried to make a predator superhero movie. I think I also saw somewhere that like <laughs> it had a lot of development issues, like there was conflict on set and things like that. Oh, well, I don't yeah. pay attention to like so, development there was of one, characters. There was one issue that occurred after the fact; production had already finished, mm. ceased, if you will, ceased, if you will. <laughs> The, uh, but the story overall was entertaining. I just, they can't seem to just, they can't seem to get it. They can't seem to attract a white, attract a wider audience. That's the problem. Because if you think about it, Predator back in the eighties was the ultimate, I found this on a list somewhere. It's the, it's the ultimate prime example of machismo in a Hollywood action film. Die Hard has everything that's approachable to anybody. Predator and it's a Christmas movie. Predator. That's true. It's not a Christmas movie. It is. It's the greatest. Predator has a bunch of green berets sweating in a sweating in a jungle, jabbing each other about how but it's got effeminate Apollo, they are. But it's got Apollo Creed and 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 the Terminator and the future governor of Minnesota. Did you say? But it has. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, my point. Yeah. It's machismo. Are you saying? You see, Chris, machismo means. Did you just John Chris? Yeah. Yeah. You guys do that to me all the time. Yeah, I know. You just John somebody. Not, am I not allowed? It's kind of cool that you John somebody. You see, John. See, <laughs> <laughs> Johnning someone is. But I was entertained by it. I thought um, thought it, had, it was an interesting idea. But the case I guess it? you just, 
Yeah, I think he liked it just fine. Hmm. Um, Casey, right in. Tell us. He, uh, I think they just need to grab Schwarzenegger. Grab He's not him. doing anything else. Put him in the movie. He's doing uh, workouts, and The Rock is liking his posts. I, I guess that much. I guess he is writing or po- posting Instagram posts to uh, killing it in the gym. Sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. They offered him a small role, and he turned it down because so, he just wanted a larger role for it. He just didn't want to do a small probably cameo. Want money. Mm-hmm. That's usually what it comes down to. Yeah, but there was a cameo in it that that harkens back to Predator Two, so that was cool, funny. Was it something that was too old for this? Somebody who's really crazy now, Uh his son's in it. Hmm. Okay. Crazy. I'll have to check that out. He once threatened to pull someone's endocrine system out of their body. Okay, got it. That kind of crazy. Got it. His son's now in it. Huh. Interesting. So that was kind of funny to, you know. I watched... uh, the second season of American Vandal, which premiered. I meant to watch that. Boo. It Dude, was. Have you I not was, seen it? The first season? No. Oh, you would laugh yeah. your head off. It's so funny. I didn't realize this, but uh, I was watching the Emmys in passing last Boo. night. Boo. And the uh, the main guy from the first season, the, the you know, You criminal. and five other people. Yeah, no. And there was no one. I don't really watch the Emmys that much, but I was interested in a couple of things. Yeah. I, that's like the one award show I don't care for. And by a couple, he means the entire show. <laughs> um, I had I had a game to play. Um, but what was it? Uh, the guy that? who played the guy who played the main subject of the first season got nominated. He didn't win, but I was like, all right. And, and he got a nice little cheer whenever he popped up there. What season? The first season. The uh, guy who drew all the, uh, on American Vandal. Oh. Hey, I wonder how Game of Thrones did at the Emmys. It won. <laughs> Everyone was like, huh? Yeah. There was a lot of huh last night from what I gathered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched the second season. Uh, I think it's a lot better than the first season. It's not maybe as funny, but it actually hits on a lot of points where there's some truth behind it. I was like, they do a good job of displaying the effects of online culture, I would say, today in society and how it can lead to certain things. And, and Sounds maybe, amazing. Maybe untruths, too. Do you, do you hear but it's how? it's hilarious. I don't think it sounds I just amazing. Want to, I, just, I just liked how it was irreverent, and I just wanted to laugh. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, there's plenty of that, too. I mean, anytime you see people trying to not poo their pants in a school of Catholic <laughs> students, that's hilarious. <laughs> and now you're back in. Did you ever try to um, – did you ever get a chance to watch F is for Family? No. I've watched a couple of episodes, but I always get distracted by something else. But – it was. He's such a he's such an intense guy. I don't know. I just get kind of turned the off. The character by, in it. Yeah, I like his comedy, his stand up. Yeah, he's like my favorite comedy. Well, he was he was on he was a guest on the H three podcast recently, and he talked about the third season is going to be coming out soon. Mm. So, who's the comedian we're talking about? Bill, uh, Bill uh, Burr. Burr. Oh, Bill Burr. Yeah, okay. he's so funny. Yeah, I think he he's is a funny he's, Do you not just laugh when you listen to him? <laughs> Even when he's telling just monotone yeah, stories, like, his voice is hysterical because <laughs> you th- you're waiting for the punchline. And and sometimes it's almost like the way Norm Macdonald is funny. Hearing his voice is funny. just cracks you up. Yeah. Even when he's even when he's being serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Norm Macdonald is uh, he's old now, huh? Yeah, I think he's an acquired taste. Like because I remember back when he was on <clears throat> SNL, people some people just completely what's a what's him. a choir taste acquired. acquired but most most comics out there will tell you 
will tell you there's nobody funny. You wouldn't know it or believe it, but no, there's nobody funnier than Norm Macdonald. He's a comedian's comedian, as they yeah. say. Oh, term, I like sure. those terms. Yeah, he does not give a. Uh, you know what? Yeah. If you were offended by something he says, no. he just doesn't. Unless he's on the View. Mm. But oh, dig at the View. Yeah, little, little jab at the View, huh? I don't want to dig take that. The, take that, Abby Huntsman. Was a, a dig at him. <laughs> we kind of coward. We on the view. and the rest of the audience took it as a jab against the View. You can. You went. You went. <laughs> sure. Barbara I'll Gawaya. be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> Baba Wawa doesn't care about your jabs. I thought she was dead. Ooh. She is not. Oh, they just prop her up for the show. Oh my no, I think god! Jab number two. I think she just sits in an office somewhere and goes, "Money, more money, money." Oh look, daytime Emmy. Thank you. Take that. No doubt. <laughs> um, we ready to do this? What are we I, doing? I don't think what else we. I don't think we have anything else. Do we? Do you I always think else? of stuff after this that would fit in the intro portion of the program? Yeah. Uh, but by then we're already on to like the topic. Or like news, and it's like. Eh. I mean, we could talk about the death of land sharks, but I don't want to do that. Well, what is that's land back sharks? to that old mess. Yeah, that's what they're nicknamed. I mean, is now. basically, we watch college football. We saw a couple of movies. We started watching some shows. What else did we do from the last time we talked with the folks? Anything? Play a game. I've just been playing game. Playing yeah. playing game. Playing game. I've been, I've been playing, playing game. games. I, I do. Games and games. Games and games. Right? <laughs> Throwback. Jeez. One, two, way back. Speaking of way back. Um, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> we ready to do this then? Sure. All right. Let's go to the topic. Topic. Time, 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 time. Have again. I had to do it that way. I had to do it that way because Sean for the last minute. I was mocking. Singing. I was mocking Chris's, you know, three, two, one in the in our ears before we start. Oh, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. we're on now. And then I, I did that voice, and then nothing we, escapes we, you. We start chuckling, and <clears throat> and then this happens. It's called magic, people. We forgot, You're welcome. We forgot to cover something in the in the opening. What? Jimmy Johns. Oh my God, Jimmy Johns. I'm not. I'm not. Going down that road ever again after the show. You what sure you don't want to go to Zaxby's? No, the the road. Everything on the road. That's a good book. Norman McCarthy. So no more dinner. That, that's not what that means. What did you say then? Nothing on that road. Are we having a stars moment again? What does that mean? Say words. You're, no, because I don't want to say the name of the road. You don't want to do dinner tonight? Yes. Well, then where do you want to go? Jimmy John's? Cool. No. I went there Spicy last Ranch. Night. You did. Yeah. Of course you did. Well, I was going to Publix and it was like on the way home. I was like, ah, You know what else is on the way home? Everything else besides that restaurant. You don't want but, to go. What are you upset about? Because <laughs> now I'm mad that he went because uh, now that I don't but know. One, but one, it's only $6 for a sub, right? And oh, two. So good. Two. So good. So good. Dude, they're so fast. I was just like, I was starving. It was was it o'clock. freaky fast? It was freaky fast. Actually, it really hey, wasn't. You know, you know what's free there? Hmm. Smells. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> say. <Yeah. laughs> Definitely not the kicking ranch. That's not free. It's only 50 cent. 50. But let me say it appropriately now. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> the the topic of the week is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Tab get. <laughs> no, one, no, one, no, one's, no one's heard of it. It's the little independent yeah. game. It's the third installment of this of this little of this fourteen game. part series. Yeah. <laughs> I get confused. 
Is it a reboot? Well, that's like everything from Square, right? Because yeah. now, like this fall, we have Hitman Two coming out. It's yeah. like, wait a minute. After Hitman One, which was yeah. like all these parts, and then they be, got released together, and then after all the ways they named Final Fantasies and well, Final Kingdom Fantasy, Hearts is is. I think Final Fantasy Fifteen was like three different games before it was finally <laughs> right. Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> I love the folks over at the Square. Octopath Traveler. Hey, yeah, good game. Yeah, they yeah. just took off the project. So yeah, for those who are not up to date, this is a sequel to the 2015 game, which was a sequel to the 2013 game, kind of exploring, I guess, best way to describe it, the origins of Laura Croft and Laura Kraft. How, how she became the the world renowned yeah. Tomb Raider that we know her from in the 1990s. We've yet to see when she started wearing the shorts. She's been sticking to cargo pants these days but she has a bunch of different outfits you can put on her wait, wait, this time. Wait. she don't have shorts on yet i don't think they're gonna go that way i don't think that, I, this is a this is a reboot not in not an origin of the 1996 yeah yeah games but it's and hot think, um, but the first game's never really no, i mean like temperature origin. hot like oh it's yeah hot sure where she's yeah. at that's what i yeah she's in mexico and then yeah. and then sweat south and america stuff. but i guess bug bites you know absolutely yeah <laughs> Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Wearing that deet. Plus, she's uh, putting a bunch of mud on her this time, so. That's horrible. Is that a spoiler? Because yeah. I don't no. know what, I don't know anything. No, it's part of this. I'm like a listener right now. Yeah. Um, you can't be just a listener. Oh, that's right. You didn't play the last one, did en- you? Engage right. us. I tried to get him to play it. Yeah. No, you didn't. You did. It's a lot. But cause. I couldn't, no, 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 it's not. I couldn't tell if you, Spider-Man, right? Sure, oh, yeah, Spider Man. Hey, amazing. No, I of course I did not want I did not want you to skip Spider Man, but for the sake of being caught up for for this, you know, what did you play this week? Spider Man. Still? Yeah. You done with it? No. Where are you at? Why? I'm not telling you. I'll tell you off air. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> good call. I was there. Holden was uh, getting right near the end. He called me in Saturday, Jeff's son. He called you in? Yeah, he called me in because he got stuck on one of the later fights. And I'm like watching him do it, and I'm slowly realizing, I'm like, he's not on regular difficulty. I was like, there is no way this Or he's that playing. good. Yeah. And you would like, know. Yes, because you, I beat you, the game on hard. Um, the joke was that you recognize easy mode because it's your jam. <laughs> but I called him out to his father's face, and I've never seen Jeff look so dejected as when he realized that his kid was on easy mode. On, was on easy mode. How old is he? He's he's nine four. Or 10. Oh my gosh, he's nine years old. Give yeah. him a break. And he always he's always on easy mode. Yeah, so, but he no. Not so always. if 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 the, if the Jeff we speak of is listening to this fine program right now. Words from John. Give him a break. Give him a break. That will never happen. He's going to take him out to the woods tomorrow and just yeah. drop him 20 miles from the house and be like, here's a compass. Find your way back. We're at 36.5. <laughs> See if you can get there. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, that's so classic. Um, but yeah, so in the previous game, without spoiling too much for people here, basically towards the end... You can, Laura, you can say things. Okay. I mean, the, the last game kind of set up the the battle that we knew was eventually coming, the battle between Trinity and, and Laura. And this game, from my understanding, takes place two months after that last one, I believe, in, in about a year. So about a year and a couple of months after the events of the first game, 
Um, and now Laura's kind of like hot on the trail, Trinity, trying to hunt down things that she suspects they're going after to prevent them from trying to get control of mystical items and use them for world domination. I think that's probably the best setup for it without spoiling it. You so did much. good. That's a Thank good, you. that's a good long, good setup, but long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm kidding. There's a lot. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. Th- all I knew is that, uh, it was this game. Yeah. Like you mentioned, picks up pretty much right where the last one left off. Yeah. You, you and can't that's why you guys told me, said, no, you both said, no, you, you need to play the second one first. Yes. I agree. So good call, guys. Plus there's a lot of snow in that game and the snow is really pretty. In the second game? Yeah. Does she wear shorts? <laughs> she probably should have. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Just rocking some shorts, high boots with I boot have, socks. I can make her wear shorts because I have a skin, like, because of the version I got of the game. You were originally going to get this version, and then you held off. Rise or Shadow? Uh, of Shadow. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can play as the a skin that looks like the classic 1996 version, like, terrible polygons and all. Yeah, I have Oh, this. really? Yeah, okay. No, really? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty dope. So if you what want version that are version? you talking? Did you get? Uh, I got the Croft edition. Is that what it's called? <clears throat> yeah, it allowed him. It gave him a couple of perks, um, a couple of weapons. I think. Yeah, I really haven't even. And allowed him to play two days, two or three days early. I think it was two days early. But the funny thing is, I, I just it got to the point where I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Let me get paid first. Let me spend some money when I actually have it. That kind of thing. Mm. So I was, a- I was actually able to download the game at 8 o'clock the night before it was supposed to release. Mm. How weird is that for you? That was weird. You're like, I don't have to stress. It's going to be it's gonna be there. You're like, an hour and a half later, done. No, it's, good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's all good, man. It's and I have to say, I made sure not to really use the items on there because it just... It's really weird because usually when they give you those kinds of things, they're, they're things that might give you an advantage like the first couple hours, right? And that's about it, yeah. I kind of looked at that's it. Fast. That's about it, yeah. <laughs> that's about it, yep, yep. <laughs> I've looked at it and they just seem very overpowered. Like there's one outfit you get that pretty much if you equip, like you get huge boost to your health and everything. I was just like, I'm not doing this. I'm like, I, I would rather take the real path as far as what's there. Like especially like the bow. You can have a bow that's pretty much maxed out stats from the start. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not fun. What's the point of like going you mean around? A bow that's given to you with the version you got. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. given to me like along with a couple of outfits and things like that. I think it might give me an extra skill point at the beginning. So, but you I know, it I really know. didn't. Use the bow. That doesn't really do too much for you. Really. Oh, use it. That's a bow. Use it. <laughs> use the bow. Use the bow. Hey, man, you got it from the last game. You, you paid for that bow, Chris. <laughs> I guess you I did. paid for that bow. I feel like I paid for the. Two days of early access. That was the yeah. way I viewed it. Yeah. That was what I was paying. I don't for. like your view. <laughs> I don't want your laugh. <laughs> yeah, Go I'm excited to hear. What, I got. I'm excited to hear about the game though. Ugh. Like, uh, I have a feeling. Woo! I have a feeling John and I will probably end up being a very opposite end. Yeah, I had a feeling <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday. I was like, uh, because I'll be honest, it's unfair to this game. But man, did I have Spider Man hangover. And like there was that's tough. There were certain parts where I was running around this. I'm like, yeah, it's Tomb Raider, but I could be swinging through the web, uh, through the streets of New York City, and all like my outfits just beating up people. I had I had that point. I I was I had that moment too. 
um, I just sort of mentally, I kind of mentally slapped myself in the head and I, and I was like, that is not fair yeah, to sure. this game. Embrace what it is and give it your, give it your due time. But you know, you know, in the beginning when I'm doing some platforming, I was like, yeah, where's my web slingers? <laughs> I was doing, I'm like, <laughs> just, it's, it's one of those things like, I could get over there if I wanted to. But no, I don't have my Spidey sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like one of those things where do. you haven't had a Spider-Man game in like notable Spider-Man game in almost a decade, right? What? That people would really want to play. <laughs> and on the other hand, like even though it's not like it was released last year, you know, two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, we got the last Tomb Raider. So I've gotten my Tomb Raider fill pretty consistently over the last decade here. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, after a little bit though, I'll, I'll say the moment I got to the first temple in the game, that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why I love these games." Like that's what woke me up finally. Have um, the temples changed? Oh, and I'm sorry that I, every reference I'm going to have is, of course, from the first Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty fun. Sure, they didn't feel like to me like the classic temples. I agree. That was the weakest part of the first game. But they were they were still fun. Have they changed dramatically oh, and feel yes. like classic again? Yeah. It, you'll see like when you play the second one mm-hmm. from there on out, um, even more so on this one, it's it's definitely a lot of interesting environmental puzzles moving around, sometimes often to different levels up to do different things all well, with their own unique moments. And not only just not only just the designated temples, which I think I think there's about nine in total quote unquote temples. But yeah. in addition to the temples, there's also crypts that you can find and, and challenge teams. And, and, um, most of the, when I say challenge teams, I was talking about the nine tombs. Oh, okay. And then there's crypts and then there's bloods and wait, <laughs> wrong thing. But then We're the environments, then the environments themselves, a, a, a huge bit of the world that you traverse are inside these crypts and temples and things like this. So while the first game you were stranded on an island, the second game you were in a snowstorm in Siberia, this game for the first time, I'm not saying that they didn't feel like Tomb Raider games, but this one you're actually put in the classic environment of Laura Croft from the original games. This yeah. jungle with these indigenous people and these tombs and crypts everywhere. This were, is Were there the, random is, tigers that could kill you? Jaguars, but they weren't random. I would say Blake Bortles was in the game. I was what? very frightened. But you're, you know, this is. He's been a captain now for a while. He's got the gold C on his chest. But Laren Fournette hurt his leg. Yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure this takes place in Peru. Yes, uh, the first part's in the first part's in Mexico, and then it pretty quickly Tenochtitlan, <laughs> whatever they call it, uh, what? and then it caused a Did you you just spoil the game? No, and then. Uh, Without spoiling so much story, it quickly and logically progresses over to Peru. Um, and I mean, Perugian. I think for that point, like the fact that it does feel very much like the original Tomb Raider in the sense of what you're saying, like where pretty much whether you're going out on your own to explore for tombs and different things, or you're just progressing through the main story, there's a lot of tombs that naturally come across your way. It feels right because you're dealing in things like uh, Mayan and Aztec, uh, Inca civilizations, which, of course, as we know, have a lot of that type of uh, mystery surrounding mm-hmm. their culture. Mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. It, it feels like a natural progression this time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think the tombs, whether you're talking the challenge ones or the main story ones, to me, that's the best part of the game. And mainly just because you can actually turn up the difficulty alone on that if you want, um, which is what I chose to do. I, I wouldn't say they're overly challenging. I don't know what the difference is between going high difficulty and me- medium difficulty on these. Um, if it's just like they give you more notice of like, look, look here, stupid, do this. Um, but I haven't, it, it's been a good mix of challenge, but at the same time, not frustrating to solve them. You're, you feel like as long as you're observing your surroundings, you'll be like, Oh, okay, this is what I need to do. And then it's kind of just interesting to figure out how to make it all happen. I've been attacking the story a good bit. Um, and then the last couple of nights I've really tried to go after the tombs and the crypts. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten four tombs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't, you, you didn't really confirm whether they're nine. I think there are, but maybe they're, maybe yeah, they're more. I, can't I know, you, I know done. more, I know more are coming in DLC in mm-hmm. the future. But yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, the, the, the to me, just, the world, like like the previous games, it's not an open world. It's mm. it's more open world light, like the environments that you're in. Uh, stay tuned, Sean. What's up? Oh, nothing. Okay. Um, did your like stock <clears throat> dramatically go up when you weren't expecting? You're like, I've got ten thousand dollars. I did give the old arms up yeah. with the exclamation. Look, I apologize. I'm yeah. directly across from you. No, no, no. I'm no, fine. No, I need was to- just. I, it looked like you were like maybe hit some news that we needed to. Stop in. Esteban? It is. The, the guitar? <laughs> John, 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 he starts chuckling and goes, it is. It is Estabian. <laughs> but the world, you know, it's a, it's a, I, I still think it's a bit Metroidvania, even though there's a little bit more, yeah. there's a l- little bit more open world feel because you're, of your ability to be more mobile, move around the world, discover secret hideouts that, that you have to find in the environment. Um, there's like even one very early on, right, that you see um, in the very first area once you get to like Peru, which is really where the game actually opens up. Like the Mexico area is a very confined tutorial area, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, but like once you get there very quickly, you can – at least I found a tomb right away that there was just no way I could open. I didn't have the right tools to, to make it open at that point. So it's like right away the game is telling you, look – you don't have to come back here. And I can say it doesn't seem like the story is naturally ever going to push me back here. But if you want to go back, the challenge is here for you to explore. And it gives you something to do where if you want to just hunker down and go through the story, um, you then have a reason to go back and explore these regardless. And once you make, you know, once you make yourself go back for that first tomb, Mm -hmm. Going to the rest of them is going to be that natural push. It's going to exactly. be very addictive because you know I, I, I'm pretty sure this is how it was in the first in the in Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's not your traditional. Oh, I found this relic in this tomb. It grants you a new ability. It grants yeah. you the ability to capture more resources. It grants you the ability to recover health quicker in a in a firefight or something like that. So there's there's perks. It's like perks. You you finish a tomb. You reach the end of the tomb, you, you trigger a mechanism, down. and you get a perk. It's like, wait a minute, so I didn't know how to string people up with a rope before, but I pushed this thing down, and now the mysteries of the universe of killing people with a rope 
Well, it's They've like, been unlocked to me. It's like Wolfenstein with the perk <laughs> system. It's like, oh, I do this enough, and all of a sudden I figured out how to do something yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a big crafting system in this. Um, much more built out. I don't like the way the skill menu looks. Am I alone in that? Like the way it's overlaid, like it is. You like the regular progression tree. I didn't mind. The way, the, the way well, Spider-Man's is laid out, you have sections yes. that go vertical. It, as opposed to things that like stretch. artistic design, and I'm like, wait, what's what? Where do I need to go to get to what? You know, what's the obvious way? It's not really put out there, except for maybe like, well, this is eventually going to cost you three skill points. It's like, well, what do I need to unlock before that? And what's, I don't know. It, it's just not pleasing to me. Like because also I was like, wait, what section is what? Because there's nothing identifying except a emblem right and if you don't remember what they go over in the very beginning which i really didn't because it was 2 a.m when i started this game well for me well, whose the, fault is that chris well, well, for, not mine well yeah. for me the skill tree i can understand the aesthetic yeah I irritation am. with it maybe but the i mean the way it's designed in in most skill trees you have you have one skill leads to another leads yes. to another in this one while you have some of that it's also very generous with what you want to select and how, because it, to me, it's a very versatile skill tree that says, I decide early, I want to play this way. So I'm going to select these skills early on. And you don't, and some, some of them you do have to work your way to the skill, yeah. but a lot of them you can go th- two or three down and go, that's how I want to start playing this game. I thought that was a nice approach to the skill tree. I understand the aesthetics because the first time I saw it, it was like, whoa, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. I was like, artistically, I had I was, to stop and figure out the fact that it, yeah. Okay, it's not really different. It's just aesthetically different. Yeah, it's just not very clear is the best way I would say. <clears throat> and I don't if you're not going to win me over by having some huge like, you know, interesting looking skill tree thing. I'd be like, "Look, just just tell me what is what, how to get to what. I'm good. I don't need anything more and I'll click to the next thing." And they obviously did it more of like, "No, no, no, we're going to put in the style of the art and the the setting of what we're in." Mm-hmm. That's their choice. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the, the tombs are what's keeping me going. Um, I would say, but there are other things that have, did, did, did your 10,000 come through? Was that what that meant? <laughs> it looks I, like I, you achieved something I on achieved his watch. Goal. What was your goal? As I'm sitting, I achieved my stand goal. <laughs> I've done that. And I don't, I think it takes a while to. Smart device, they yeah. call these yeah. things. I like when I'm sitting on the toilet. I need to. And it says, time to stand. <laughs> hey, can I borrow some DJ money to get the new iPhone? Sure, Chris. Thanks. Yeah. I just want to get that on record. Your Honor, listen to this right here. (laughs) It is time for you to upgrade, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to get? Kick crashed on me uh, like five times Saturday night. Why? Who are you blowing up? I don't know. I think, well, we were in group Bama chat. What series do you got? I have a 6S. I've got a 6 plus. I don't even have an S. I don't know, man. I'm over here rocking and rolling, man. Well, he's had his longer than you've had yours. That's true. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You got yours. Maybe the... You, and I remember the conversation. You, you called Bobby Jones said, I want an iPhone. Make it happen. Like he got his six... Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Because I, I, I did Pivot. the thing I do. Sorry. Um, but back to it. Yeah, this... The, the tombs are the one thing that's been holding me through. But I I've definitely felt one... I might be a little long in the tooth on this series. Um, what does certain, that mean, Chris? Meaning that like certain things that I was willing to look past maybe before, to me now I notice them a lot more. 
Um, and you don't think it's strictly more so related to how you enjoy Spider-Man so much? Uh, that definitely helps, especially when it came to stealth. Or hinders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, stealth in this game, you know, stealth's been in the other ones, but they definitely tried to push it to the front this time. I haven't been impressed with what I've seen. So it's not like Metal Gear Solid still? No, it's it's like, and that's the other part I think that's disappointing me with it is that, of course, Crystal Dynamics made the first two games. This is Edios Montreal, who are most notably known for doing Deus Ex. Um, Boo. In both of those games, you know, the story (laughs) itself and all that, that's kind of like a acquired taste. I get that. But the big thing that people love about those games is that they gave the player a lot of freedom of choice of how to uh, approach things. And they gave them very smart AI that made you have to think where even if you want to go about things stealthily, you really had to think about where you were going with your tactics. Here, it kind of just feels like, the people are very much by design scripted to be a certain thing. And it's just seeing what the appropriate pattern is for going there. Like, Oh, I'm supposed to go here and take this guy down. Then go right here and take this guy down. Then go up in this tree and lift this guy up. Then run up here, take this guy down and go over here and uh, throw this bomb and take out the last three people. And that seems like the only logical stealth way, if you want to do it um, to make it happen. And there's not really much challenge as long as you're not just literally running out in front of the people going, hey, here I am. I'm Laura Croft. Um, you don't get that. Versus something like Deus Ex where like when you take down someone, you have to think, what the heck am I going to do with this body now? Because if I leave this here, they'll be alerted. What other game does that? Um, Metal Gear and yeah, stuff Metal like Gear. that. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of those kinds of games. or Or something like... Even Spider-Man, right? Where when you do those warehouses, right? Mm-hmm. The first level, of course, like the the final waves after the first wave that you have to go just, and just fight. Yeah, yeah but the first out. the first wave you can always do through stealth. And I noticed, like for instance, if you do things like um, the little trip mine thing, did you guys get that? Yeah, like yeah, it will pull them to a wall and Dope. let them out, and it will take them out, you know, stealthily. But later on. They're always checking their comms, and if someone doesn't radio in, yep. they send a guy over there, and if he sees the guy webbed up on the wall, he's like, whoa, he's here. You know, everyone be more alert now. Be, be more on edge. And They still get ganked from the rooftop, dog. Yeah. It's all good. You have to work to get them away, right? <laughs> you have to you have to do things, and this doesn't – this kind of like – there was a guy who they were they were talking back and forth like when I first got there, and I yank him away. And the guy next to him just never once thought, hey, what happened to the guy I was just talking to? That would suck. Yeah. And then there's another guy who's straddling between the front group of people and this back group. So he's coming around and he's seeing these two guys every now and then. And he's going back to the front and seeing the guys in the front. Well, you know, logic in my mind would tell if I was going back and forth and that's my job and this is what their job is. If I come around the corner and all of a sudden three people are missing – I should probably be alert that something is awry. Something is not we right at yeah, the moment. You, you think right? about it, and you put yourself in those shoes, and it'd be like, well, where, where did everybody just go? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, but that never really occurs here. Um, they just kind of it, – it's like as long as you're not – as long as you know what their moves are, it's very easy to overcome. And I've yet to have a stealth situation in this game where – even if I got caught, the worst I have to do, they add this in last time on like the last games, 
if you hide long enough, it will pretty much just reset. And, and well, I get the, it like that, though. Yeah, and that's fine, but like I still expect some alertness. There really wasn't any of that. It was like, oh, okay, they took a couple shots of me. I dove down the water. I waited about 30 seconds. I came back up. They were right back to where they were, and then I just went through the pattern that I had already seen was the right route for it. And I guess for me, you know, I love stealth. And when it's done right, I really enjoy the challenge. Like I, I enjoy putting it like thinking of things like dishonored and how frustrated I could get at myself for not hitting the right mark and therefore getting exposed and having to figure out a way how to get out of harm's way. I just don't feel that here so far. Um, what do you feel, John? Well, I mean, do you echo that sentiment. I, uh, well, oh, well, I mean, he predicted it. I mean, it looks like we're just not, we yeah. don't, we don't see it on this, but it's funny that he would mention Spider-Man because I, I, I view that stealth as, as bare bones as it anything is. I've it ever is. played as far as stealth. I mean, like you said, you're, you're stringing people up with your webs and, All they but eventually up. you do have to fight. I yeah, mean, exactly. It's almost like there's, it's kind of pointless. Why don't you it's just fun. jump in? It, yeah, it's fun to do. But to me, Plus there's a trophy. you know, in Dishonored, for example, right. just like Dishonored, these these NPCs have set triggers. They go this way, that way, this way. They don't deviate mm. from their planned mm. walks. There's there's no creativity in the NPCs. They go where they go, and you just learn their patterns. Um, maybe maybe Metal Gear is different. Metal Gear is hard. I think people often refer to Metal Gear as this amazing stealth game. I've never played it. But that's not a sh- that's not a shot. I know. I just <laughs> I think it. of how much you love Kojima, and then you say something like that. It just made me chuckle oh, personally. I can understand that. Thank you. So continue with this stealth. It's it's <laughs> it's pushing you towards one of the things that Rise does. It has an emphasis on combat. Shadow, alluding oh, to its name, has an emphasis on on stealth. So it's not because they want to emphasize a certain way. Yes, you can play either way you want, but because they emphasize it, it seems like they're allowing you to have a little bit more freedom with the stealth. I mean, some of the I mean, the stealth features they've introduced into this game, regardless of whether you think it's bare bones and easy, is flipping cool. Which, and I always, I mean, you can't uh, harken, harken, it's harken back, harken back to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, yeah. or Rambo and First Blood Part Two. You see, you like, you see this Russian soldier running through the jungle looking for Rambo, and then the camera focuses onto the background, changes from the foreground to the background, and you see these eyes popping out of this mud wall. This is a mechanic in Tomb Raider. Yeah. And it is unbelievably satisfying. You might think it's bare bones, but the but the stealth to me was very satisfying. And you can't just you can't just hide in a bush and everything resets. Oh. You have to break line of sight yeah. in order to have everything reset. But it's not like it resets because from the chatter of the soldiers, they know you were there, they know you are there. They're just slowing down because they're trying to find. Did you play you the, game, the game on mute, Chris? <laughs> no, I guess uh, my big thing that I saw. I guess what I'm seeing as a difference here is like they kind of seem to with their stealth. They seem to outline a logical line that they are guiding you towards. Versus, again, like Dishonored. Yes, you have the guys who have their pass and they're going back and forth. But it's like, okay, I, I can turn into a rat and I can go completely around them 
and uh, go there. I can go up high, and I can come down on them. And I all of go, those options are available in this stealth mode. It, it, it is. It is not. And this is just how I've approached it. It is not focusing focusing you on this narrow corridor about how you have to approach stealth. You can climb up in a tree, and string them and and string them up with the with the rope. You can attack them from a bush. You can attack them from a wall. You can throw grenades sure. out there to disorient them. You can have these chemicals to allow them to attack each other. So this, so there are multiple approaches to the stealth. There's, it does not lead you down I guess one my, avenue of doing so. I think the point is like you don't have to. Like it's more of like, look, you don't have to. I, I can just do the exact same thing to them over and over. And again, I had a moment of that in this game where literally, I had that moment where I got detected. And it was by a complete mistake. It wasn't like, you know, I was trying to get by him. I just kind of popped up and I was like, oh, wait, there they are. And one of them saw me. I went under water, then hid behind a boat. Everything resets. Um, one starts going to the side of the dock, so I take him out. And the moment I do that, someone else just nonchalantly for no reason about a minute later walks to the exact same spot. And this time I don't even need to take him out because he just walks into the water and dies instantly. I don't know why. I just figured that was a glitch. Um, but <laughs> then like another, you know, I wait another minute and again, someone else is walking over to the same spot and I'm doing the exact same move to him again. And I was like, I wonder if I just sit here and wait, will it happen again? And sure enough, yes, the fourth person comes and the same thing happens. Now there's one guy who's by himself now. Everyone else has just somehow disappeared by the docks, unaware to this guy. What does he do? He also walks over to the side of the docks, and I and I kill him. And, and then I go, well, all right, move on and, and do it. Like, to me, that just doesn't feel real. And I guess the big difference between this game versus the last one right because you can do that line of sight thing where if you break it and you hide long enough it resets everything the last game it was more of like whenever you got caught then they just started amping up the number of enemies coming at you like the moment they become alert then they're radioing people and then like a truck's coming in and now instead of having five people you gotta get past you have 10 people and they're all alert and they all have guns trained to pretty much shoot at first sight and they have an idea where you are. I right? guess, I guess you have to make a design choice there. Yeah. It's, do you want the, do you, do you want, because sometimes stealth can get so frustrating that it breaks the experience. Agreed. And this one probably just decided this is shadow of the Tomb Raider. This is the Tomb Raider. This is the Laura Croft that has become who she is to this point. And to me, the stealth was an immersive aspect of its combat. Was it complicated? No, of course not. Yeah. But it helped make me feel like a B.A. Laura Croft. Yeah. I was B.A. Uh, and it was fundamentally satisfying because of that. To your point, um, moving on to other things, the other part of it that I haven't been a huge fan of has been the overlays that they put in the game. And like as you just said, be like, more specific. Like I'm not familiar. As you just said, um, the game kind of probably. I agree with you. You're probably right in the fact that they designed this game in the sense of like we don't want stealth that's going to upset people. Just in the same way where someone it doesn't like puzzles that much, you know, they have those three separate difficulties, so you could have decent combat but turn down the difficulty of the puzzles to get through them probably quickly. I'm guessing. Um, what I've noticed, at least on defaults outside of uh, the puzzles, 
Um, and maybe that's because I am playing a higher difficulty of that. Like wherever I'm moving around the world, they're consistently putting digital overlays in the world to tell me like, by the way, you know, if you do, if you do this, you can do this thing here. Like, you know, when you jump off this edge, you can hit X and grapple onto this thing and it will pull you across. And like, I've yet to figure out a way to turn that off. Um, I looked in the options because I, I understood it like in the first part of the, like, you know, Mexico part. Cause I figured they're teaching me things, but it keeps coming up again and again and again. And like, I am very far in this game. I'm guessing at he's, this point. He's referring to, for the, example, the tutorial stuff. This well, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if there's a moment you have to swing across a chasm, it it's always going to tell you you have to swing across. I don't, a chasm. I don't mind that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. And again, that's a preference thing. I just don't. I would rather be like, look, we taught you what you need to know, and maybe if I sit there and I fail a few times, tell me then. But I would just rather be immersed in your world, which is like, it's really weird because there's no mini map or anything like that. But then you get these digital overlays. And I'm just like, I don't want this. I just want to go explore and do my thing here. Well, I, I don't, suppose. I don't know of a game that lets you just, for example, like when you have to swing across a chasm, I can see as a player, you mm-hmm. not immediately recognizing, recognize it's, it's all part of the foliage. Yeah. And it's and it's and it can be well hidden if you're not really paying attention to it. Um, that said, you know it's it's a difference between whether you're going to choose whether you're going to be wordy mm-hmm. with the overlay, or if you're going to highlight a little circle X. Yeah, and I would be fine with and that. And you would, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a design choice. I I can see why it probably went a little bit too far and a little bit too handholdy, but I just tune it out. I mean, it's. Without saying and, too and much, it, but, it's, you, but um, it's ironic that you can't turn it off mm-hmm. with all the customizations. That exactly, are it's like a, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, why won't you let me turn that off? I was like, I that's because you're know. looking for the word overlay. <laughs> I like trying. That's incorrect. There's I just, do. I do know that when you are, when you when you customize the difficulty settings with the environmental puzzles and yeah, the yeah. environment traversing the environment, like you'll see um, walls that you skip up. When you're on a certain mode, it's completely painted white across, kind of like it is in God of War. Okay. Or like it was in the other. But if you put it on a higher difficulty, Mm -hmm. it completely takes away those little, those little visual cues. Yeah. So you can't see them. You have to just kind of mentally get familiar with the environment. So if it's on a higher difficulty, you won't see it. So maybe if you did that, it'll take it away. I'll film. Play the rest of this game on hard. Then. I mean, Ooh. I would I would have to assume that the environmental piece takes all that away because what else could it take away? Yeah, you know, because so that might be how you turn it off. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> besides that, I, I, I'm interested to see where the story goes. Um, are you without saying too much? Are you at the hidden? Have you gone past that? Play starts with hidden. If not, Darth Maul just got cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like be as obtuse here as possible. But John's you dumb. Mean, you mean the main game hub? Yes. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been there for a yeah. while. Um, yeah, same. Um, I feel like... I don't really know how f- how far I am. It's just, I got to the point where I'm like, am I almost done here? Maybe I need to go back. <laughs> Maybe I need to start going to yeah, worry yeah. about these, these... I haven't felt a need to go back yet. Um, just because <laughs> like... I've just about upgraded all the base weapons they got to me. I've seen other ones I could buy, but I was just like, eh, I don't need them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I just haven't felt need yet, like, 
you're going to die unless you get this thing. Do you want to die? And I guess I could always equip my my uber powerful bow if I need uber it, bow. Right? <laughs> I, I've I've been I've been leaning towards my bow and my shotgun because of a certain seg- section shotgun. of the dude. Yeah. Um, that shotgun that shotgun comes in handy. Ah, okay. <laughs> in a certain part of the game. Well, maybe you're further than me then. Um, always but, what? I'm interested to see where the story goes because I definitely could see it being the thing for me in the end that makes or breaks it for me. Um, I'll be honest, like, Laura is a little bit of a a, a full-class Richard in this game. There's no bones about it. She's kind of like... That's Laura. Yeah, she's like, look, I have an objective, and if you're in the way... You're calling her Richard because of that. Well, I mean, it's a richer in the sense that in this game she uses a lot of people and doesn't care so much. Like she'll she'll do what they want to do as long as it supports her things. In the moment, it doesn't. Like that gets in the way. <laughs> she's looking at you crazy. There, there's a number of times she just throws whatever their concerns are to the wayside, and she's just like, "I got to soldier on because this is what I need to get done." And it, I don't care how you feel about it. You know, she's just she can do what she needs to do. Um, you feel that, John? I'm thinking. Oh. I, I no, I, I have, I have, I have read that yeah. contrarian view, and I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not trying to be contrarian. I've looked for it. I've looked for it. First thing, and, and what? That's what. What just happened? I don't want. I mean, there's spoil, very, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hearing people's interpretation of that opening scene, and I'm yeah. like, no, she didn't have a choice. It was either do this or, die. or somebody else was. Oh. It was a it, to me. It was that it was that opening game impossible choice scenario mm-hmm. that I like. That's very gray, and it's not because it was a selfish act. Now her mentality mm-hmm. early in the game is not is not. I mean, it's like sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who can do this, and yeah. then you know Jonah gives him an ear gives her an earful for Who's that. Jonah, Jonah. It's a it's it's remember a, in the first game. He's in the first game. I know. It's her best friend yeah. In, yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah. And um but for the most part throughout joke, the guys. game, she's been very approachable. She's been very actually reserved as a person. And she's been willing to help everybody she encounters. The the interpretation of the character that I'm reading in a lot of reviews, I'm like, I'm waiting to see the character that you're mm. saying is in there. I don't see it yet. Well even, I just don't see it. I mean there's that. There's the part in the second area. Um, like the second town you go to, right? Where you meet certain people and she's like, oh, you can go here and do this. Just don't do this. And she literally, without even caring, like with Jonah next to her, just goes like, yeah, but we got to do this. So she just does it. Sounds like, sounds a lot like Nathan Drake. (laughs) I think the big difference here and what I've seen so far, and I was thinking about that, that comparison, like, yeah, her and Nathan Drake, of course, they have a lot of just natural connection, right? Uh, to each other. They're both people who can be Richards in my mind. And I think they both think that they're always right and doing things for the right reason. Um, the big difference I think between the two, and I'm waiting to see it in this game. I'll be interested to see how they bring it up. Right. Finally. Cause I'm expecting it to come al- around is like, of course in the, the Nathan Drake games, there's a lot of moments where Nathan Drake kind of gets, reality snapped to him by his friends mainly elena right like especially in the last one where Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you straight up lied to me you know you you did it to my face and that's hurting 
what we can be. And I don't know if I can be a part of that anymore. Like directly to him said that. And like that realization, the way that makes him have to confront, am I really going to change or am I just going to keep being who I always have been? And because it's gotten me by, I'm interested to see how they present that here because, you know, unlike Nate, there is no real love interest in this game. You know, Jonah is kind of the just the best friend and he's there but i wouldn't even say he's like in the way of a sully you know because she she's not the figure that she looked up to right or anything like that or who saved her it's been the one who if anything is the war buddy who has gone through and endured the the pain she has to maybe a lesser extent but still to some degree so it'll be interesting to see what juxtaposition they can offer in the scenario to say like this is why she decided maybe to end up wherever she's going to end up at the end of this. I, I'm interested to see it. Yeah, I mean it's it's fair to say that she has come a long way since she fell off that boat. Yeah, the first game I mean, very different. In the first game, she's like, "Why are you attacking me? Why are you being so mean to me? What did I do to you?" And then she learns how to survive. In the second game, she's trying to fulfill the legacy of her of her parents and discovers that there's this enemy out there, mm-hmm. this silent enemy. That now in the third game, she realizes she's She's responsible for fighting because no one knows who the heck they are. Yeah, and she's like, I will kill them. I don't care. So her arc, <laughs> so her arc as far as, you know, who she is in this game, it's like I completely understand it. I have not recognized the quote unquote the D that everybody says is there because she's she's helpful to the indigenous people. She's she's open to everybody. Yeah. She seems to be very respectful when she arrives in that central hub location well i think it, it's not so much so that maybe there's something that progresses further in the story that i you know and i, w- I and but but to just but this dark approach to it mm-hmm. bring it let her be dark yeah let I her be an anti-hero for sure. once you sure. know i think it's like it's not that she's like a completely like heartless evil person right she wants to do good by people but it's more of like her interest no matter what come a, come across as being above whatever the good of what every maybe society would see of it. And, and I'm like glad, I said, I'm glad human beings aren't yeah. really like that. Yeah, I know it is, it is interesting. And in that, that part I'm interested <laughs> though, like I said, that first scene, there's a lot of interest to it because right afterwards you're given this scene where it kind of puts things in perspective. Like, wait, you did that? Like, and who told her in that kind of tone, like you did that? But like, you, what but are you, you thinking? You know, well, you understand at that moment. Yeah, she's looking at the at the yeah. object and going, "Do I do this?" Yeah, but like, so, so it's not like there was this mindless reaction to it. She, it, it was either her doing it for the right reasons, yeah. or them doing it for the wrong reasons. Well, I think like the thing. Either I, way, it was going to happen. The thing I kind of took away from it, right after it did happen, was what happened. <laughs> without yeah i mean it's so hard to say yeah. this without spoiling but like the idea i got was he would have removed it he would have just left it like because he understood what would happen if he did and he wouldn't just willingly bring that it's like I, I he don't, wants to know where that is because he wants to find the other thing and know where that is and do it the way he thinks is the proper way because he can gain the benefits of that scenario 
but now he's like but been thrust almost, into this. That's almost a way. distinction without a difference. He's going to do it differently, I agree. but it's going to happen. And for all that, for all that, she, for all she knew, they were busting down the door. Yeah, yeah. He but didn't, as far as she knows, they're coming to get this. I guess it's like she ignored the warning signs and just decided, well, I know it's better. That's the way it came across. Well, the road to hell. Yeah, you exactly. Pay, so. Yeah, that's a very good way to characterize it. Um, but yeah, besides that, I. I am enjoying it, especially as I go through these temples. I liked, I said to you the first day, and I think you took it the wrong way. I said, well, she's kind of gone full on Nathan Drake here. Like, and I mean that in the sense of like. Well, I didn't say well, anything to your. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you gave like, a comment interesting. back. Yeah. Um, and I said like, yeah, whenever she sees someone that's Trinity, she has no problem just taking him out. Like she's at that point in her life. She, she does not care. But the other good side of it is. Unlike Nathan Drake, where he's that way, but they'll consistently put up enemies every five seconds, it feels like. Um, this game, it really feels like there's very long periods with no combat interaction or worry. And you just go and explore the jungle, and you're free to hunt, um, and, and focus on the things you want to focus. And it's like, when you're ready to go do the story, the story will be there for you. And mm-hmm. that's, that's always a good thing for a hub world like this, because it encourages you to, to seek out what the mysteries are instead of them necessarily just being said like, no, you have to do this to progress. Yeah. One thing, one thing the previous game started doing, uh, was side missions. Um, but it was a matter of, Hey, go kill five wolves. You know what I mean? This one, yeah. The side missions, um, and look, this apples and oranges, two different games, I found to be so far a little bit more robust and meaningful than the Spider-Man side missions. Hmm. It's a matter of go test this toxin in the air versus, you yeah. know, go rescue these people from this evil company who's putting everybody to slave labor kind of thing. So, I mean, it just seems like they're a little bit more meaningful. You feel satisfied for doing something good. Did in the world do, with these side um, missions. Did you do the one where you go and you talk to the people who have been uh, cast out? Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one was that, good. That, that was, was a very one. thought-provoking, very meaningful side mission. And I'm and I'm I'm just looking forward to doing more. Um Are they the, like God of War-ish side missions? Ah, uh, they're more of like Screw that game. I want to say they're like doing tasks. What? That, <laughs> the best way to describe it is like they're fetch quests without being directly fetch quests. Like there's a lot of narrative sure. that's usually in there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And look, all side missions are fetch quests. It's just a matter yeah, of how you, exactly. how you camouflage them in, into something, you know. Um, there's, um, there's a little bit of, uh, there's a, there's a touch, like a, like a, like a splash <laughs> of survival horror in this game. Yeah. Sometimes there's some jump scares in it, particularly when you're, when you're in these dark caverns and, Things happen. I, I wish I could talk about crawl it. Crawl through certain areas. Even if I didn't uh, play it, you couldn't talk about it, John. But, um. <laughs> Why but, do you look like Nelly right now with that, uh. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh. That one? That Nelly? Yeah, that Nelly. But I think, I think you, I think the, while we touched on it some because you can adjust difficulty levels in the game. Yeah. The, the options in this menu to kind of, um, tweak the game how you want it. You can make you can make the the indigenous peoples in the world actually speak their own languages. Yeah, that was the you one. Can, part you can of tweak that things in this world that are very. You got to give the developer credit for 
giving you the choice in, in the in, in the options menus to kind of really embrace and play the way you wanted to play. I kind of wish they had put that as the default. Like that was the most complex part. I was like, wait a minute, find these people and like they're speaking perfect English. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> you're in the mm-hmm. middle of like the Amazon. You're just like, <laughs> hey, what up, Laura? Why yeah. are you here? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I would much rather it be this thing of maybe like broken English with um, with instead the majority of times, especially when they're talking to each other, it being in the native dialect. Yeah. Um, because that that was a little weird. So is it Richard time? Ah, uh, yeah. I figure it's Richard time. Sean, you ready to give your Richard? Yeah. What's your Richard? Uh, solid nine. <laughs> All right. Just because you know nine. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go right now. I feel like this could swing a lot. Ooh, but, is that a Spider-Man reference? Yeah. So for now, to be fair it's to it, I'm just going to go with an eight. It could go much higher depending on how it ends up, um, despite <clears> shortcomings. Didn't but, that. No, I, was, but, I think he was set. I thought he was settling on a six point pine. Six. Like uh, could, four pine. I'll say this. Six point five or seven. <laughs> six four pine. I mean, like I could see it going down to like a seven. I was getting me. all. I was. I was getting all huffy in my brain. I was getting uh, ready to pounce on you. Uh, yeah. I mean, like. There's yeah. other parts that, like, pine. we haven't talked about it. <laughs> Six four pine. <laughs> we haven't talked about it, but at least on Xbox One X, the game X, looks, X, 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 X. yeah, with, through its four billion teraflops. God, the game is stunning. Yeah, it, it looks, really is beautiful. Like, I'm only playing it on PlayStation. Her, her, so. uh, her design, like, I don't like the lighting on it. I don't know why the hair doesn't look good to me, but like, when you, when you actually look at the scenery around her, you can tell that's where the graphic intensity is going towards, and like, whether it's like light casting through the trees, especially at daybreak, or when you are underwater in these car- which this game does underwater very well. It does. Um, it does. And Thanks, you're, guys. And you're like swimming around, you're in a dark area, and all of a sudden you see this little pocket of light that tells you, hey, that's where I need to go up to get some air real quick. You can just see the difference in the lighting in there, and you're like, wow, that actually kind of looks like the real deal. Holyfield, if you will. Um, so, like, things like that are very impressive, but it's an 8 right now. I could see it going to an 8.5, maybe a 9 even. Um, okay. 9! But it could also drop precipitously. Drop! How it ends up. Yeah. What, yeah, you, got? what you got? Um, 10. No, not, no. <laughs> It's no Spider-Man. That's true. Well, that's a 9.5, we established. It's probably an 8.5 or a 9. Yeah, this is... This game is... It's one of those... It's one of those games that's sort of a... It it gives you so many different play styles in one game. Mm -hmm. You want to explore the world, you can explore the world. You like, you like platforming, it's got platforming. You want shooting, you got shooting. You want shit, you want stealth, stealth, you get stealth. It's not as, um, I can see this game just not appealing to a lot of people sometimes. Um, I'm interested because I, but this game is getting, it, it seems to be getting knocked when it does get knocked for doing some things new, but not enough new. Mm hmm. But you give Uncharted nines, anyway. So it's just like it's to be like, fair, we give it tens. Yeah, there right. you go. Let's tighten up. Yeah, there you go. To me, I mean, I would recommend this game to anybody who likes one action games and two is a fan of this series. Mm-hmm. To me, this is this has got to be one of my favorite trilogies 
this generation. It's mm-hmm. really just doing. It's the kind of game I really like to play. Yeah. And if, and unfortunately, what I really like to play, I don't know that it, I don't know what what, what I what, what I gravitate toward really appeals to a wide audience. What other trilogies are do you like? Uh, the, Ar- the Arkham trilogy. That's is good. Is that this generation? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, but I'm talking trilogy. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking Assassin's Creed series, which is 80 games yeah. at this point. Well, the Ezio trilogy. Did it yeah. really bother you that I said this is my favorite trilogy? No, I honestly, no. Did you just take it as that? It looks like you were kind of challenging the notion. I don't challenge notions, John. You what? I embrace them. <laughs> Ooh. Um, no, I just was trying to think if, like, when you said that, I was like, is there any other trilogies? Like, From this generation? Yeah. I, the ones we Boy. think about. That I, you know, I'm trying to uh, think of trilogies. You know, okay. I, 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 I was, didn't mean it to go there. It's one just, of my favorite trilogies. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, that sounded so wait, like I was being a Richard and I wasn't. Okay, what do you do when the fourth one comes out? It's well, my favorite quadrupleism. Hopefully it's Tomb Raider. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Not Tomb Raider the way it was. I don't want, I never want, I never want Tomb Raider the way it used to be. Sure. I want Tomb Raider to be a full fledged, you know, Is there new more, vision. Is, I'm, I'm a, I was this whole time I'm thinking about this game. I'm like, does an open world work in this game? Hmm. And I, I'm, I think maybe there's, there's a possibility, but part of me feels like this, this is kind, of, this game is sort of an old dinosaur hmm. that retuned itself and remade itself this generation, but it might be over. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, and I hate that. It's one of those things where you don't want it you just to over. Gave it a nine. You don't want it to overstay its welcome, and that sometimes happens. Um, like Uncharted's gift was that normally it was at least three years. Um, and in the case of three to four, it was like four or five years between developments, right? Um, and I think they made the right call after this one because I definitely could begin to see it. And I think if they came back and say like next year. We had another Uncharted game coming out, yeah. like a full-fledged yeah. Uncharted I, Five. I probably would be to a point like, okay, I've done this. Yeah, I gave yeah. it a, I gave it an, I give it a nine, but that doesn't mean I don't recognize the reality of what most consumers want to buy. Yeah. I don't know that this is attractive to people, particularly even a week before Spider-Man's out. I think in U- the UK, mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man's still outselling this game, even in that the second week. Me. I mean, I don't know if that's a fair comparison because it, the game had to be out one day in order for them to report mm-hmm. that it's outselling the game. Yeah, I think this game's going to sell just fine. I don't, um, I don't know what's out next week other than some sports games. Yeah, the good thing. So I think this game is in a much better position than Rise of the Tomb Raider, which oh, yeah. which released on one platform, and it ended up selling seven million copies. That's not a bad score or bad sell, but I think there's going to be more of these. I just don't understand. Ooh, excuse me. That was terrible. It's just hard to see where they go from here. That's really all I'm trying to say. Water. I don't know. (laughs) How does that happen? You have acid in your stomach. I guess. Did you go to Crystal's for lunch? You went for Crystal's. Why are you mad that I asked why you burnt with water? Quit taking things I say, John, into another level before I come across this table and hug you. You can't give it on this level. What? I don't even know what I just said. I got a pee. Six port nine. Six port. You, no, you reduce it. Six point nine. Six port pine. But I love, I, you know, it does. I love the heck out of this game. Well, good. I hey. think it's fantastic. I think it's the best Tomb Raider of the trilogy. Mm. You ready to push the button? Oh, okay. Hey, John. Mm. You got stars? <laughs> Hot off the press and straight to your ears. 
Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! So much peeking. What was that? I had one oh, no. on the house. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Oh my god. Bad timing. Yeah. First up, unscheduled announcement. What? News! I'm, I've decided to officially step down from reading this news. But is this a step down like Michael Jordan leaving the Bulls the first time or I'm going to number make Number 23 jam. in the Raptors? <laughs> I'm going yeah. to make Space Jam, guys. Are you coming back as the 4 or 5? We don't me, know yet. Me, LeBron, <laughs> and Shaq are taking on the aliens this time. Is that the new Space Jam? I don't know. Everyone keeps saying it's going to be LeBron uh, led, which makes sense, right? But are they making a new Space Jam? The rumor has been out there. Yeah, I think that's because official. Because like Nike has a partnership or something like that with, with Warners to do Stuff with Space Jam, I guess. Yeah. And of course, LeBron and Nike are, they give them tight. <laughs> they tight, yo. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been doing it for 170 episodes and you know what? I want someone else to read it because I don't want your life. I've been mocked <laughs> so many times doing this. So I just want everyone to know that either <clears throat> A, I'm really terrible at it and it's We're finally gonna got to it, John, John, or best news readers ever. Yo, we're going to tag team it. <laughs> tag on the team. other side. Which end do you want? Uh, what? I'm a power bottom. What? <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> All right. So, should we kick this off? He's already off to a great start. <laughs> Go. This is awesome. I'm excited right now. That was an excited laugh. I don't think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Remind me not to say, shall we wrap this up? No, that, he's always got to say that. Yeah, you can't not say that. It's not shall we, it's do you want to wrap this up? Are we ready to wrap this up? Yeah, there's, there's yeah, variants of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever feels right. Of course they are making Wolfenstein 3. Yes. Pete Hines, Senior Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications at Bethesda, has confirmed that they are absolutely making Wolfenstein 3. Absolutely we're making this game. <laughs> Machine Games said that they're taking a break from a larger story to do Wolfenstein Youngblood, but we all... Nine! <laughs> but we all have to see how that ends. Hines was further asked about the future of Dishonored. Look... Arcane has two studios. They're working on a number of things. That's no different than Todd Howard saying, I'm going to make a Fallout game and then I'm going to make Starfield before I go back to Elder Scrolls. Makes sense. Did Todd Howard say that? Yeah, um, pretty much. His presentation pretty much alluded to that. Yeah. Because. Which is why I don't think he should have announced. But that's why Chris loved the Bethesda that's true. thing. Yeah. He, but it is kind of against Todd Howard's M.O. It's one of those things. Modus operandi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that is now? I think his Ooh. mo will still be the same in that we're not going to see those two games until they're yeah. like it's coming out this fall, guys. Here it is. But I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how Wolfenstein has done nice! sales wise. Oh, I'm guessing it's done well. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm sure it's done fine. And I don't. I mean, they're they're pretty much coming out with a expansion game featuring his daughters if you recall from the E3 press conference. I wonder if that's where the worry came from from fans was like because that game apparently takes place in a version of the 1980s in this world. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah, you're like right. oh wow you're skipping 20 years does that mean BJ's done? You know is the story over? BJ's is- are never done. <laughs> what? What happened? What? Huh? <laughs> you New t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah it didn't surprise me. I'm sure it will be okay. what if Doom is next year, um, and it will would, be eternal. Oh. And Rage is next year too, I believe. Right, mm-hmm. early um, 2019. So 
I would say maybe the earliest would be 2020. I wouldn't be surprised, actually, also, if they just go ahead and wait for next gen and launch that following 2021 year. Mm -hmm. That's a long time from now. Makes sense. But in in regards to Dishonored, I never really believed that Dishonored was done. In fact, back when they first announced or made that suggestion, the director, I think, who has moved on, I think he was the guy who tackled the Prey game, and I think he's moved on. He said... um, he said, if we go back to Dishonored, it's not going to be Dunwall. It's not going to be these characters. It's going to be a new story. But that doesn't that. mean Dishonored is done. Yeah. They just got to figure out how to not release it in the fall. They want more IPs. And the only way you can make new IP with the with your <clears throat> studios is to stop making the IPs you've been making. Make new while. IP, not yeah. war. And, and to be fair, <laughs> right on there, Todd or, Howard. Or just make IP, not war. <laughs> yeah. Todd Howard has a game for Fallout coming this fall, and then it's a new IP, which is why you're not getting Elder Scrolls probably till I don't know, a decade from now. But you're getting it on your phone soon. That's that got to be true. coming up. And yeah. plus, guys, I don't know if you know this or not. Mm-hmm. There's a Nintendo mobile game coming out this week. Um, it's like an RPG. Um, What's it called? I can't remember. Super Mario RPG but Telephone? <laughs> telephone. I paid. But I pre-ordered it. It's supposed to be rocking. Uh, are we ready for the next one? <laughs> Let's do it. You ready? I'm going to... Uh, all right, so John read from his phone, and I'm not going to. I'm going to try to use the monitor that Chris uses. That's a big That's TV. That's a TV. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of TV, Alan Wake is getting TV treatment. Uh, Alan Wake is coming to TV as a live-action series from showrunner Peter Calloway, the showrunner for Cloak and & Dagger and Legion. He is also writing the series... Uh, developer Remedy Entertainment will be assisting and partnering with Contradiction Films. I hope there's no arguments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see Contradiction Films. I see. Um, Sam Lake, the creator of the game, will be the executive producer. Hmm. Uh, according to Contradiction's Tomas Harlan, Thomas Harlan, <laughs> the game Tomas. was a, Tomas Harlan. Uh, the game was originally influenced by the Twilight Zone, Secret Window, Hitchcock, Northern Exposure, a lot of U.S. television, and that Northern was a quote. Exposure. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's a that's a throwback. Yeah, I'm wondering if he's. I like Northern Exposure. That's pretty good. They had, they had caribou or moose on it yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Doctor Fleischman. Um, Fleischman. That was his name, yo. Doctor Fleischman. I like Legion and Cloak and Cloak and Dagger. I wish Cloak and Dagger had actually gotten a little bit more. I think I only got two seasons, maybe three. Um, what is Legion? Oh, I thought it was still running strong. Is it? Maybe so. I've only seen the first one or two seasons. Uh, my, my, my mind Legion is, is, is messed up. Legion's the X-Men based series oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like the guy goes to the psych ward. When I see Legion, dude, it's, really it's a Mortal Warcraft. It's, I can't think. They, they own Legion for me. Terrible. I never, I never played Alan Wake. Oh, it was great. Love that game. Fantastic. Was it a, this is not disrespect. I don't mean it disrespectfully. Was it more of a, Walking simulator than a no, action no, game. No, 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 no. You no. walked in it with a flashlight, and you were scared out your junk. So and then you no, take out your pistol and you just pray. That it was survival horror ish. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let me Why know haven't I played this? It was an exclusive to Xbox. Exclusive worldwide. I didn't you have a probably check. Um, Is it I backwards? You, I don't know. Yes, so. both of them are. Oh. The first, <laughs> that There's Alan Wake and Alan Wake's Nightmare, American Nightmare, are both on backwards compatibility, and I think they're both. On uh, Games Pass. So if you get Games Pass. I didn't know they had two of those games. Yes, they did. Now I know. That's two to play. The more you know. Hey, Chris. 
Yeah. I'm going to buy the Assassin's Creed Odyssey season pass. And this shocks me. How? Well, here's why. Oh, oh my God. There's no the doubt boo. that AC Odyssey <laughs> is shaping up to be a huge and expensive <laughs> game. Huge. Full of content. However, it has been announced that the content won't stop there with Can't a stop. slew of post-launch content on the way. Odyssey will get new story quests called The Lost Tales of Greece, so as well as in-game <laughs> events for all players for free. What? Season Pass owners, however, will also get two full story arcs and a fully remastered edition of Assassin's Creed 3 Orgasm that yeah. will also include a remastered AC Liberation. Boo. If I read that correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first Season Pass story arc will come in December and cover the legacy of the first blade, which will reveal the origins of the hidden blade weapon. Wesley Snipes? The, se- <laughs> the second story arc will be coming in spring and cover the lost city of Atlantis That's so that dope. now we will know where it is because Ubisoft found it. It appeared to be underwater in the image they showed. I think from what Are we I've talking seen, about Atlantis? Yes. I think it was underwater. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the image they showed like just showed an underwater city and I was like, oh man. How it's did Atlantis. you get here? Yeah. Um from my understanding it is very ambitious because very uh in general outside of the expansions, right? They have pretty much designed at least through, I want to say like June or July of of next year, uh, to pretty much have new content coming out every three weeks. And it's like episodic a lot of it. Plus, you know, say what you will about Assassin's Creed 3. Why don't you just say what you mean to say? I love. Say what you mean to say. I loved Hunting Beaver. That's not the right pitch. Chris, you loved Hunting Beaver. Exactly. When do I not love Hunting Beaver? (laughs) I have a lot of. uh, there's a lot of issues in that game. I opened the door, man. Yeah. I uh, I I have been dying for a remaster of this. Really? There's, oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of issues for me in Assassin's Creed 3, but I definitely enjoyed my time hunting beaver. I hunted, hit it. I massacred. I massacred so many beaver families. He's one of my favorite assassins, not because of his personality per se. But yeah. he's the he's the biggest, bulkiest, strongest Connor. assassin, Connor. Plus, he has a tomahawk. I, d- a tomahawk. I didn't like it at all. I like the wilderness. I did not like the cities. You let me. One of you guys. One of you guys right here let me borrow that game. And I don't I, think I did. One of y'all had it. I did not like it. I had it on Wii U. I don't think you would have. I'm really it glad that Sean from Greenbow, Alabama, <laughs> showed up for a second there. Roll Tide. <laughs> let me borrow that game right there. But this is, I mean, obviously the biggest <clears throat> Assassin's Creed game in franchise history, and it's just very impressive. You think just, Odyssey's going to be the biggest one in history? Oh yeah. I mean, probably it's, map size. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, it's every uh, every game is thirty the to forty percent. Is that how that works? Bigger. Can I, think Can you I tell you this? Rockstar's new game is apparently the biggest map what? ever made. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, that's going to be good. Speaking of new games, what? Yeah, Fumito Ueda is working on a new game. The creator of Shadow of the Colossus is currently in the creative planning process for a new game. According to Ueda, (laughs) we're in a stage of various trials and testing ideas to see if they are interesting or not. He's messing with you. You're you're peeking a little because you're reading Uh, with a... uh, Because I'm all like... like Yeah, you're reading something you're not saying a thought. You're all up in the pain. I'm trying to help you. Thank you. I I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't get pain. distracted like John does until John distracts me and says that you're distracting me. Now, True the story. next stage for the record is I just push you back and then I move it <laughs> to where I think you should be. It appears to be funded by K- 
Kowloon Knights, which would indicate that there is not involvement with Sony, at least at this stage in the development. Um, per our news department, we'll hear more about this in about five years or so. That's probably <laughs> accurate. It's cool that uh, he's working on something. You know, he's it's a good very, to see you working yeah. again. Yeah, it's like he's it's a creative you guy. Back. You don't want him just to go away because of the fact that his last game took whatever 40 years to make. When you hated it. Yeah, stupid cat thing. It was the greatest game ever. I cried. I bet you did. I did. But you were yeah, an emotion. I bet you did. I really I can't think about that right no, now. No, he's an emo- motionless, heartless Richard. How could you be a heartless? Hey, guess who's got new music coming this month? Kanye. <laughs> and he's going to be on SNL premiere. Is he? Yeah. With uh, the old, uh, with everyone's favorite uh, blockbuster star from last <clears throat> December, Adam Driver. Oh. Yeah. Remember that one? Y'all loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had a new Nintendo Direct last week. Oof. Shut your face. It after, was, after unfortunately delayed for very unfortunate late. reasons. Chock full of information. Yeah, there's a bunch. Let's go over some. All right. A new Luigi's Mansion game is in development for Switch. Tentative, tentatively called Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> tentatively? Luigi's Mansion 3. Sean, did you play this on the GameCube? I you did. have a GameCube now, I don't do. you? I do. I do. It's delicious. Yeah, it's nice. I peed on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. Speaking of pee. What? Kirby's huh? Epic Yarn is coming to Nintendo 3DS. I think this is a good gift for that little machine that it keeps makes on sense going. Too. Yeah. Makes sense. It's one of the easier games in the Kirby series, but I it's it. one of the most beloved, I think. Um, Bowser's Inside content <laughs> Bowser's, inside. Bowser's Inside Story is coming to 3DS on January 11th, uh, 2019 with additional content fe- featuring Bowser Jr. Um, that particular one is the, the it's it's the in the Mario Luigi <clears throat> Luigi <laughs> RPG series that's on the handhelds. That's considered one of the favorites. Old inside content. Old inside so, content. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe has been confirmed for Switch and will contain the bonus content for new Super Luigi U. The game will also be out on January 11th. I'm surprised that wasn't sooner. I agree. Looking yeah. at that, it's like... Because usually they always want a Mario game every fall. I mm-hmm. guess there is Super Mario Party this fall, but... I'm getting that. That comes out... The October. October. The day of Red Dead, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> it's no. fine. Guess it's not getting picked up. Uh, Game Freak, uh, and this is the studio that makes a lot of the Pokemon games. Game Freak is making a new RPG for Nintendo Switch called Town. I don't know if you saw footage of this game. It's beautiful. It's very cartoony, but it's just it's just gorgeous. I've got it's nothing. Just... I've got no qualms with cartoony. Final Fantasy dump in <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of Final Fantasy content that they announced at the Direct. One I didn't mention in this, but it's uh, they're putting out Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition on the Switch. Boom. Mm, yeah. Um, follow, didn't they previously announce that? Hey, right? I think it was rumored. Yeah. I don't know if they officially announced it. But yeah. World of Final Fantasy, which I think oh my Mike, God. D, loves Mike D loves that game. Ryan Final Fantasy twelve, Final Fantasy seven. <gasps> I'm Ooh. getting my Roman numerals. 9, 10, Nine, ten, ten and 10, 2. Remaster. So of those, <clears throat> I've yet to play 12. That's the one I keep waiting to pick up. I thought you did play that one. I no, thought that was that was, that was like, no, no, no. Ten 9. Is your- 9 is my favorite. 9! 
But right there, that that trio of seven, nine, and ten. Those are legit. That's the, those are three you need to play. Eight, not I so much. Why, yeah, I'm like, I'm wondering why they put eight out there and six. Before you move sense. on with the rest of the information, a fun fact about your boy: uh, when when I play World of Warcraft um, with a friend of ours, my wife, your wife, um, he played her husband plays with me on oh yeah World of Warcraft. The wives don't they don't they don't know World of Warcraft. They don't know what to call it. So uh, as a joke, we said. Hey, honeys, we're playing World of Fantasy. <laughs> or no, no. Her, 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 his, his wife said that we were playing World of Fantasy because she didn't know World of Warcraft. Call so it Final Warcraft. So, yeah, that's going to be the next thing, right? But that's really funny. That's what that reminded me of. But I love the fact that you called it a dump and you thought Chris was going to read it. Mm. No, I didn't think that. Oh, okay. We'll see. He knew. We'll see how this writing changes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be amazing how much editing there is. And like, speaking of amazing, yeah. Animal Crossing. Is coming to Smash because you begged for it. What's Isabel? Yeah, Isabel is a character. She's a relatively new character. She made her introduction in Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS, and she's just this sweet little homely, not homely. She kind of runs the place. She's kind of a manager type person. A mayor, very if you organized. Will. No, I don't know if she's a mayor. She's not like a mayor, Chris. But she's very organized and all that stuff. She's just and together. She's just a given for Smash, right? She's the poly. But um, speaking of a of a more bigger get, Animal Crossing is finally coming to the Switch. Yeah. No details are known, but who cares? It's Animal Crossing, and people are going to buy it. Of all the things they have, that makes the most <coughs> sense to come to the oh, Switch. Oh, absolutely. Because they usually put those, of course, out on 3DS and everything. But on Switch, where you could actually <coughs> take that wherever. You can have a console yeah. experience on the go. Exactly. Diablo 3 also makes sense for Nintendo Switch, and Agreed. it's coming out on November 2nd. That's going to be big. Yoshi's Crafted World, Sean. I don't know if you got a peek at this. It mm. looks absolutely it looks amazing. amazing. It's been revealed with a release in 2019. And when I say it's been revealed, it, it, there was, I think, rumors last week was that was the title. Mm-hmm. So that's been confirmed. Nintendo Switch Online, which as we record this, is out today, I believe. Ugh. As you listen to this, it's out. <clears throat> Nintendo Switch Online has been announced for September 18th to include three price models. Uh, I think three ninety nine for a month, seven ninety nine for three months, and then well, it's ninety nine uh, for a year. It's what you can either get the one month, the year subscription, or you can get a family plan. You can get for a quarterly. Like, it's like a family plan for a year is like thirty four dollars, mm-hmm. but you can share that. Like a family plan can share eight accounts. So, like in theory, if we wanted to all say we were family, we could go in on it and therefore get a year subscription. Uh, for a lower price rate. Yeah. Do you want to do that, guy? I don't want to do that. <laughs> Why would you want to save money? I'm a DJ. So it's got three price models. <laughs> the enough. online service has three price models, a library of classic games, which I was actually kind of impressed with. Yeah. It was. It exceeded the expectation, which probably was low. Um, cloud saves, obviously, we've talked about, and discounts on games, which we don't really know much about that. But I've been reading a little bit as we go. Um, all the points that you've accumulated so far, accumulated. you all the points you accumulate for purchases can be pushed towards paying for subscription renews and things like that. Yeah, it'll probably be a thing that maybe I look into when uh, Smash comes out, especially if I'm interested on or, or being we, destroyed online, <laughs> or when we come back and we're like, "Hey, let's play some cart," and that get, is true. get that, that fired back up. Well, I didn't. I didn't put this in the notes, but the most vague thing in this direct was the Splatoon version four, 
and I wasn't. I, I would encourage you guys to go watch it, and maybe you might see something I'm He's not. Assuming we I haven't have, watched it. Maybe you have. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what it's trying to tell me. There's people <laughs> suggesting that it's possibly a battle royale mode. That would be. But I cannot that. tell. I don't know because it doesn't say but anything. Could they do that though? Yeah, they don't, they're not really set up to where. I don't know yeah, if they're used can. to that. Because like the most can. you get in one match is what eight people right now. But what if they're like we're doing a hundred? Yeah, that'd be that'd we're be going from eight lot. to a hundred. That that'd be <clears> asking a lot. But I don't know. They do it on mobile phones, so I guess it's. I possible. think people would flock to it if it was twenty five. Maybe, maybe a smaller um, arena with places to hide. You know. Yes. Who knows? Um, fun news. Halo Infinite will have microtransactions. Mm. Huh? Ah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> Microsoft and 343 Industries are planning to have microtransactions. A job posting showed up for an online experience design director who will oversee microtransactions as well as in-game and out-game progression. It would appear that these microtransactions will not be of the, quote, play to win variety so what does microtransactions tell you guys about what this game could be they're doing exactly what they did on the last one which um, was they had they had basically uh rec packs that you could get like as you play the game you get that's the name you of my get junk. different currency <laughs> you get it different keeps changing as you play the game naturally you can get different uh rec points and then you can go and spend them on different rec packs out there and everything is all cosmetics basically it's it's like to get different looks for your characters the right. way your warthog will look it's all <laughs> new name and, and honestly the community really bought into it they i don't liked, know i like rec pack, yeah, rec pack the community bought into it they loved it because they would consistently kind of like how fortnite does they have a lot of cool designs and people have always been okay with it because i'm sure they're going to do the exact same thing here that they did with the last one they made all the map packs and everything free so, yeah, as long as the know. as long as the microtransactions yeah. stay on a cosmetic level, exactly. I got I've had no if, issue with it. If you're giving me free map packs, a free you know include, snack packs uh, that consistently <laughs> and like they would rotate them out, like they had a very large selection of things you could go through. Yeah, you're telling me you're going to get that on top of uh, you know the campaign and, and everything the else. stuff. Yeah, I don't mind. If this is how they make the money. This is where the bottom line Shoddy, is. I this don't. is the kind of microtransaction where you're like, eh, you know, would I love a world where. You don't have, yeah, where you don't have the ability to pay for it and everything is through earning kind of like the way WoW is, right? But, well, WoW even has... Yeah, you can stuff. buy mounts and yeah, head but, you can, yeah, But like where the overwhelming majority of it was go do these things, Yeah, I'd love that. But, but I the, also in those worlds, Chris, they also have a, a, a system, you know, yeah. where you... You gotta get lucky. There's a one percent chance you'll get yeah, this thing, even yeah. though you clear this thing forty two times. So, That's true. I'm kind of in the middle. I don't know it, it is what it is. Yeah, you're always in the middle. <laughs> Just like I like. <laughs> what happened? What? <laughs> sea of Thieves Forsaken Shores has been delayed. Oh no, no. Forsaken has been delayed from September 19th to September 27th. Dun, 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 That's dun. a week, according a to day. Joe. <laughs> according to Joe Neat. Niate. Executive producer. They Niate. are currently. Is it really? Niate? I yeah. like it. Yeah, I do like it. We're going with it. Yeah. They are currently nearing the end of our polish and bug fixing phase. <laughs> They're just getting it polished. And our goal is to ensure we deliver a stable, polished, and bug free experience to all our players. Good. Always a good thing. I got to tell you, if we weren't doing a podcast and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I love every minute of it. 
That's a lie. I think I would spend more time <laughs> on in Thieves? this game. I'm so in love with its idea. Well, look, I for really the first am. like year of the podcast, all Chris and Chris talked about were their two stupid games they played. Witcher 3 is still a Witcher 3 and that other game. Welcome oh, to uh, Evolve, which you can't even play anymore. Every week. Podcast. Dude, there were, I would listen and there'd be talk about this horse and how it didn't look like a horse or something. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. The yeah. horse definitely was the low point of Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Is it my turn? Yeah. Can we do this? Well, I, I, I just want to see if anybody wanted to play it. Oh, no. so I, so what happened was John put his heart out there, Chris, and we trampled over it and moved with a on. horse. I do want to play it. I do want to play it. And of course, I'm going to get Game Pass next month uh, to play Forza. Um, Boo. What? But I don't know. Hold if on a second. Yeah. You get Forza with Game Pass? Yes. You get any new exclusive Xbox game on the day of release. Does he not listen to Phil Spencer, dude? I mean, really? Are you sure? Yeah, we reported it. <laughs> Any new Xbox no, exclusive, no, it, it's, you will be able to get Halo Infinite. You have Infinite. no idea how happy I am that I don't have to buy a game that I want to play. Oh, you want to play Forza you, Horizon You're buying 4? the game because you're paying money, so technically you're... Semantics, Sean. Semantics, semantics. In the end, you're going to give them more money than what they <laughs> I don't but, know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll say, as much as I would like to go back to it and play it during that month, it's unfortunately the month uh, of, of hell, like right for you specifically. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. That I mean, I haven't I've been trying to avoid this Call of Duty Battle Royale, but everyone's apparently Everybody's talking loving about, about it. it. It's it's great. Yeah, so I'm just like, maybe I gotta get Call no, of Duty. No, we don't. Now. No, we don't. Dude, seriously, everybody was talking about Destiny and the Forsaken. Come We're not jumping on it. We're, we've moved on, hey, Chris. Hey, hold up. Hey, that that Sean from my, that Alabama is coming back right now. You got to get your hands take, off me, boy. <laughs> take my hand. Um, Jump in, <laughs> Ninja. Who? Everybody knows Ninja. He's going to be on the cover of ESPN magazine. Ninja has become the first professional gamer to appear on the cover of ESPN the magazine. See, I told you it was a sport. We, the host of Weekly Games, Weekly King Can't, uh, were slated for that cover, Terrible. but got, we got pumped last minute. Pumped last minute, huh? Yeah. Not dumped. We got pumped last minute. That should have said bumped. I'm sorry. Or bumped. Okay. Dumped, or punted. Pumped. Yeah. Punted. We got punted. It's fine. News team. Don't worry about it. I saw that when I, I pulled like this it. up and I, like I was when this like, happens. this isn't my problem anymore. I'm not going to worry about that. Let them discover it. Uh, <laughs> what does this mean? Oh, the magazine featured a profile of the popular personality? Oh, so they're just saying his picture's on it. Okay. See? Yeah. See? See? Because sometimes it doesn't read right, right? Yeah. You're like, in your mind, you're like, you're like, I didn't write that. I yeah. feel like I need to make this up to you. Okay. Take the last one. Oh. Uh, uh, do I still say it? Yeah. That's still your thing. Okay. <gasps> Finally this week. <sighs> I, said, <laughs> I said, finally this week. <laughs> Whoa, that noise right there, that is not a good noise. I'll tell you that much. Do it. <sighs> Finally this week. <laughs> just put this to bed. Um, gambling regulators are going to save us from gambling. The UK, that's United Kingdom, Gambling Commission announced that 16 gambling regulators, mount up, from Europe. <laughs> and I was going through the house. <laughs> from Europe over there in Europe and the uh, U.S. have signed an agreement to address gambling risk in games. These countries include Latvia, the Czech Republic, Spain, 
Spain. <laughs> France. Malta. Jersey. Gibraltar. New Jersey's a country? <laughs> no, it's just Jersey over there. Uh, Portugal. Ireland. The Isle of Man. The UK. United Kingdom. Netherlands. Norway. Poland. Austria. And the United States' Washington State. <laughs> just like randomly. Like, you know what? Yeah. We're cool with this. The agreement is described as a, quote, declaration of gambling regulators on their concerns related to the blurring of lines between gambling and gaming, end quote. The ask is to convince the industry to help in stopping unlicensed third-party websites who are providing the in-game gambling. Quote, we have joined forces, as regulators do, uh, to call on video games companies to address the clear public concern around the risk gambling and some video games can pose to children. Mm-hmm. Got to save the children. We encourage video game companies to work with their gambling regulators and take action now to address those concerns to make sure that consumers and particularly children are protected. We want parents to be aware of the risk and talk to their children about how to stay safe online. This wasn't the only hard thing I saw this week on gambling. Um, what was it? EA, 2K, someone else. I think Activision. They're all apparently in trouble with Belgium right now because they are Belgium. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're home of the waffle. Because I guess they have not updated their their loot boxes and stuff like that. And you know, of course, that's been classified as gambling over there. And uh, yeah, they might have some legal troubles if they want to keep selling their products in the nation of Belgium. Um. I don't mind this as far as what I'm seeing. I think it's a good thing, especially because it sounds like especially they're talking about people that are taking things from games to run gambling Mm -hmm. rings, and they're specifically targeting children. That thing I was showing you earlier, right, Salty Bet, in theory that could be one of the things that's affected, um, where it's a completely unlicensed thing, and then like it's about placing bets on who you think will win these CPU-generated fights. Eventually... When there's, when there's money that's not able to be traced and tracked properly by these agencies and governments, um, they're gonna, that's why like that salty bet thing is probably up for, probably yeah. gonna get caught. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't like when there's too much interference by government over things like, like art type things. And I consider video games kind of like that, mm-hmm. but I understand the concern for the loot boxes and, and I see their spin yeah. on it's gambling and things like that, but it's it's like it, really hard when you bring in kids. Yeah, you um, know, if it was just adults buying these games and you knew it was just adults and that was the only thing, that'd be a completely different thing and be like, yeah, sure, you know, it sucks that you freaking got baited in and spending all this money, but there's you know, no, it sucks yeah. when you go to a casino and do the exact same thing, right? Right. And and it, you're right, kids are on these consoles and buying stuff and doing things and being enticed. So, I don't know. It was a funny how I said enticed, John. Oh, yeah. Enticed. Enticed is one of my favorite words. Yeah. And you put a flair on it that I haven't heard before. What it about, was enticing. What about, mm. what about moist? Ugh. Not a, not a fan of the word moist. I'm Ugh. fine with it. I think, I think most people who say they don't like the word moist. And don't like cake. Words, they don't like cake. There's, they're just a little too neurotic. Cake's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it depends the context. <laughs> just, uh, That's what I would say. Cake. Moist cake. If I said moist my, towelette. Oh, I love those from a bunghole. Moist Richard. <laughs> moist bunghole. Oh, that's poised no, quad. Not, not, not bunghole, but bunghole. <laughs> bunghole. Bunghole. 
Yeah, Moist Richards right after uh, ah. funness. But yeah, <laughs> laws. They're fun. Regulations, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, regulators. Yeah, uh, I deal with those all day. Uh. Freedom. Freedom. America. Is, freedom isn't free, I'll tell you that much. That takes folks like you and me. Whoa. Love that movie. It was on recently. What was, what was that? Team America, World Police. That movie was terrible. I love it. Just for, but it's just one for of those, Matt Damon. It's one of those that <laughs> sometimes you just like a terrible movie. Sure. Yeah. That one's not it for me. Speaking uh speaking of movies that I ain't also seen in a while, mm-hmm. Born Identity was on. I was oh, like, I watch a Born oh, Identity. Oh God, I forgot how good this is. The first one? Yes. Dude, so good. Oh, all with, the uh, with Asia Argento. Yes. Wow. Speaking of name dropping. Wow. She's in trouble. Yes, she is. Yeah. What's she in trouble for, John? I don't want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Topic of the next one. Why bring it up, John? (laughs) Just thought it'd be fun. You can Google, you can Google legal troubles of people if you wanted to. (laughs) We can't stop you. There's plenty of that in the news right now. (laughs) We can't stop you. (laughs) Um, you guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. What was that? I don't know. When did you like move to the middle of Alabama? You're supposed to be on the cusp. You're supposed to have a little Who's bit of calling dignity. Me? Who's calling me right now? Of course he I is. I can't answer that. Of course he is. I can't. Who is that? Who Number one. Rafters. Oh, I thought I thought it said a different first name. Why doesn't right it now? say Rafters? That's a good question. That's a good question. Thank God he doesn't listen, huh? <laughs> Make sure I send him a message. Oh, hey, guess what? You need to listen about the 144 mark. Your friend said something about you. <laughs> I don't want your laugh. Ten. Uh, I got two emails this week. Oh, yeah, two. First up comes from the Offset Radio Collection. I read this and I was like, at first I was offended. Then I got read it. I was like, oh, okay, got it. Uh, to John, Chris, and Sean and the rest of the team at Weekly Game Chat. Who are you? Whoa, what? We had never heard of you guys before, but there appears to have been a bit of confusion. The Offset Collective and its flagship program, Offset Radio. This is brilliant in the way to get a prop shout out from us, by the way. Uh, had a mysterious <laughs> change in viewership over the last few weeks. This is, this is, uh, what's our, it called? Clickbait. Yes. Our audience was cut in half and then immediately doubled. Double. That's, hey, that's Double what, it. That's what we say. Double it. We do that bit from that one place that had that bit. Our accounting department intern team. They got an intern team? Man. Whoa, we need big. one of those. Uh, noticed this blip while Hot going interns. over the numbers what? from the most recent physical quarter. They all came out of their cubicle farm drooling and repeatedly saying, your mom's box, your wife, <laughs> game on over and over and over again. Three of them are still in the hospital. We expect them to recover, but the doctor says the twitch in their eyes will likely never go away. Upon further review... We discovered that they, or we had been mentioned in your insufferable radio program. <laughs> radio programs. I'm sir. not sure that, how that happened or who the hell this noisy cricket guy is. Hey, noisy cricket. Yeah. Uh, but we are considering reaching out to him as well since he sounds like a funny stand-up <laughs> character. I see what he did there. Yeah. Self-promotion. Yeah. If you have any explanation for this phenomenon, the neuro, or the neuroscientists are calling Richard syndrome. <laughs> Please give us a shout. 
We need all the help we can get. These poor fools are never going to be the same again. Sincerely, Offset Radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were mentioned, I believe, to them. Remember on Twitter a couple of weeks back? Yes. Um, that they should check us out or something along those lines. And, and that's awesome that they, they not only recognized that we were mentioned and vice, vice versa, mm. um, they wrote into us. And, uh, I, I, for one, I'm happy to be friends with Offset Radio. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Uh, actually, I was mistaken. We only have one email this week. <laughs> I have another one that maybe I might read in the near future. Hashtag person who sent in, you know who you are. And, and we're we'll going to do there. it. Yeah, we're going to do it. I promise you. Um, but you can be like the Offset Radio, and you can write your thoughts into weeklygameschat at gmail.com. I miss your all's emails. I don't read the news anymore, so What's give me more things to read. What do you think's going on? I don't know. They're they're playing Spider Man. I don't think anything's going on. I oh, really don't. Are you there sure? is actually yeah. there's one other thing I did want to shout out. <laughs> Why do you sound so concerned? Before, before I give it over to you, Sean, there is one other shout out I want to give. I don't highlight too much on our Facebook page, but we do have a group of people that consistently comment on here. Uh, and there was one I saw that I felt like I wanted to talk we about. We gotta it tighten was, that response right yeah, now, Chris. If, uh, apparently this would like to actually update. What's fine. Yeah. Somebody get Chris a new hamster for his internet. <laughs> I don't know why. Like this just sometimes happens on here. What are you doing? I'm, I'm doing this so that, okay, that well, of course now it's gonna come up. Yeah. Um, where is it? Uh, oh, there it is. Josh. Was when I posted the Spider-Man episode last week, he wrote in and he asked, question for the next podcast. If you guys had to choose which gaming company to be in charge of, what changes would you make? Example, making PSN online free or having Microsoft to come out with better exclusives. Um, a gaming company. So I'm, I'm wondering if he means like the big three is what he's talking about here. Yeah. What changes would you make? Mine's easy. Sure. Uh, for the Nintendo online service, I need a trophy system. Oh, that's all I want. And to piggyback on that, I want to be able to, um, not need a mobile device to the only way that I can use the online network and talk to my friends. That's the biggest change I'd make right now. For all three, I would just say cross play across the board. Just go ahead and open the floodgates, let people play where they want to play and still be able to play with friends. Um, Nintendo, I would say the ability to, to actually just plug your, your headset in and, and do chat through it. That's what I just of, said. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't say it yeah. like that, that's how I'm in. Uh, um, Microsoft, I'd like to see the next console be designed with a goal in mind that they don't have to renege on after a month of prep before, uh, the, the system comes out. And with PlayStation, yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you said here, Josh. Um, I, I don't have an embarrassing um, <laughs> PSN name, but I know certain people who do who maybe like when they were 16 or 17 were like, <laughs> look at this stupid name. And now they're like 25 and they're like, I don't want people to see my PSN name. <laughs> so I'd like to see that. John, you got anything? Yeah, I think I would. Uh, there's a couple of things. I would run EA Oh, to bring... To really, really be hired as kind of a brand management PR guy. Boo! Oh. To clean up stuff, but I would really strongly influence the return of certain franchises that have gone by the wayside. Like Which what, one? John's? Dead Space. Um, You're supposed to say Mass Effect. That'll come back. They ain't going nowhere. 
Let so, me dream. <laughs> Bethesda, I would, um, I would. One thing I would fix about them is not being so obsessed with holiday release schedules. Hmm. I think that the kind of company that can thrive on just releasing their marquee titles in different times of the year. Heck, the summer's wide open. Why not? And then Nintendo, I would just beef up their hardware a little bit. Not all the oh, way. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Not all there the way. Go. Not make it compatible. Not make it You wouldn't give them par. 400 teraflops? Well, it's like the it's like one they of the things. Me they don't need it. <clears throat> that's a very valid point, but there's a point where the chip that they used in the Switch had they waited just a little longer, they could have used the next chip in that series, and it would, and they would be, you would be playing, I think, more hardware. They technically could release a new switch. Did you? Um, I know, it wasn't, and that's rumored, actually. I know it wasn't U.S. news, but did you catch a story of like how in Japan, Japan, Japan? Um, yeah, I, I like it. yeah, the Japanese like their markets for Assassin's Creed, right? So Assassin's Creed isn't coming out on Switch here in America. Cloud-based. But they're yeah, they're doing this new thing and I guess this is the the second game they've done this with in Japan. So I'm guessing it's eventually Well I, I mentioned the first game come. they did, do you remember? What was it? Well you guys at the time when I mentioned it, you said we don't care. Oh, well that game I don't care. <laughs> Why did you be a jerk just now? Oh come on. Did we need that? It was Resident S- Evil Seven. You've just no, soured yeah, the program. I did not do any such thing. <laughs> But You're I do, lying to your audience. I do. Uh, I do think like that's cool that they're at least attempting it. Sure, I, I'm yeah. interested to see if I. I know there's the one guy from Forbes, Ollie Barber, or whatever his name is, that lives in Japan. Japan. And, and like half the time I see his post, I'm like, no one on this site cares about that because it's like Gundam news or whatever. Gundam and I'm news. just like, no one cares about oh, is that. that like where um, George R. Binks is from? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, but but like. If it goes well, it could be a solution for something. So I'm I'm hopeful that it will work out well mm. for them. Jar Jar is Gungan, and uh-huh. he's from Naboo. Yeah, I know all that. That's what I just said. Yeah, you did not. But yeah, once again, write your thoughts in the weekly games chat at gmail.com, and you can have your thoughts read like these people, also on Facebook, and you know where else, Sean? Where Twitter? Oh, just like at Hell Teacher Loki. Hey, I good be- name. I believe that it's the same person. I don't. That- yeah, that's the guy who apparently doesn't like when we go. Yeah, so hopefully we fix that. Beauty God. Um, we're gonna find out tonight if I did. <laughs> yeah, he says uh, this is this is kind of cool. Uh, at weekly game chat, guys, I need to know what the song playing right before you sign off slash transition from discussions oh. to letters slash emails is. Uh, he follows up and he says he's a huge fan of house EDM music here. Uh, thank you, Loki. I'm also a huge fan of House and EDM, obviously. Uh, Hold on. I'll, I'll let you look that up while I get ready yeah, for the Let me see stuff. if I can find it. There was a, there was a time I have it. Okay. I want to say it is called, you know, I'll just play it here and see if it plays. I think this is it. No, so that's nope. the answer. Okay. So it's called Adventures and it is by a Himsuti, A uh, it's A space. Make sure it's yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it's A like you're saying A, and then H I M I T S U. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. And apparently, there's uh, it's not copy written, so don't copy me. <laughs> yeah, we use we try to always use copy free music for the main stuff, except for 
that one track that we do the topic with. But, you know, that's a completely original thing in a sample, and we follow the rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, and I did tweet us this. We don't make from, money off the show. Kutaku. Um, saying that in Japan the Switch was streaming more powerful games. So if you wanted to look more into that, uh, you could easily uh, go out on our Twitter feed and see that. Um, at Crypto Weston, uh, I'm going to do this for you. You said at Weekly Game Chat, I'm doing a giveaway on my new Overwatch account. Ooh, You guys should check it out. Uh, the, the account, I believe, is twitter.com uh, backslash i IG Overwatch, and then there's another slash that I can't get to pull up right now. Oh, it's just at IG Overwatch, and he's doing a giveaway. So any friends of our fine program uh, will be glad to do things like that for you from time to time. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I need to put this on record to at Tyrannotortoise. Um, he basically was implying that he had Shadow download installs. He was waiting uh, for the last hour or so at that point to get ready to play it. And he wanted to know if I was going to play it, you know, cause I still need to, uh, basically, Oh yeah. He had tweet, he had tweeted. I trust Sean has completed rise of and is patiently waiting by the front door for this to drop. And it was a copy of shadow of the tomb Raider. Uh, like we mentioned before, uh, Loki had, had some audio stuff that we hope fixes itself. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go through, make sure that we don't have anything else that we, I want to give a special shout out. I don't even know if you saw this, Chris. Hmm. We got a direct message from, uh, at John was taken. Um, he basically gave us a Where code. Where was he taken to? He got, he gave us a code. Okay. To play, um, Call of Duty. Oh, for the beta? Yeah. Well, um, tell him thanks. I did. I, I did not see that. Um, I told him, quote, you the best, sir. Gracias. Use it? Uh, no, I haven't used it. Oh, okay. I said, you the best, sir. Gracias. Hashtag game on. He, and he, of course, had no problem with that and even told me he had no problem, homie. Um, we had another direct message from at Bill, 554018981. Um, he says, I look forward to your program every week. Keep it up. Thank you, Bill. Well, Bill, thank you for direct messaging us. Uh, we appreciate that. I believe that's all I wanted to mention. I do think we have some followers. Let me get to those. Mm. Um, of course. The aforementioned. And he really is upset about these followers. <laughs> uh, at Hail Teacher Loki followed us. Thank you so much. We're following you back. And at Smeister Plays YT. Thank you for the follow following you back. You got a pretty interesting, um, let's see. He's a retro reborn, retro hacks, YouTube gamer, Twitch gamer, retro gamer, classic gamer. So he's like legit. Apparently he's up there where the, uh, the Buckeyes live. So. Ooh. Yeah. Columbus, huh? Well, I don't even know if it's there, but it's just in that area. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Chris will remind you exactly how to do that. And thank you so much. You can find us on both Facebook and Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. And, of course, you can write to us, as always, again, at Weekly Games Chat or Weekly Games Chat at gmail.com. Uh, this has been episode 177. Sean, I want to bring something to your attention real quick, though. You beat me last week? No. We play this week. Are you um you're you're that team? Yeah, I'm gutless senior official. Yeah, um, my team did not. I started Drew Brees last week. You like that? Yeah, I know yeah. you would like it. Um, uh, yeah, I beat down Josh last week. So and, and the week before that, I also beat down Josh. Josh isn't having a good one. Yeah. He, uh, so Josh drafted Le'Veon Bell, who has since decided <laughs> to hold out. He had the overall one number one draft pick, and he picks the one guy. 
who decides I'm not going to play this year. And then afterwards, apparently he told me um, Sunday he overslept, slept, swept. So he didn't set his line. <laughs> he up. forgot to take out Coleman or not Coleman, uh, Freeman, who was inactive. He's injured in the yeah. active. Yeah. So I got nervous because Josh Gordon got traded and I had him on my team, but at <laughs> least he got traded to the Patriots. So I'm going to probably start him next week. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Let's just see. So, um, but that said, if you like the show, subscribe to us. And you will get a new episode every Wednesday just like this. It's really nice. Um, you can subscribe to us on services such as iTunes, whatever Android apps you have that have podcasts. Google Play! Stitcher, Google Play. Um, I don't think we're on SoundCloud, but that's because of the way we host. We're not allowed to be on SoundCloud. We're on the internet, though. We are, and we are on the YouTube, so you can find us there. So if you're like a YouTube and you're like, ah, I'm at work and I just need to look this up, boom, there's a way to get it. And, you know, the best part is it's just a static image of the episode logo. So so you could minimize it yeah, and you don't you get in trouble. You don't have to look at anything. No one ever knows. You just go do your work. Um, but if they have a rating system wherever you listen to us, usually it's five stars. Sometimes it's ten. And you like the podcast, make sure to give us a high rating on there. Hook us up, yo. Helps people find the show. And if you hate us, the universal... Sign for hate. It's it's hooking us up, yo. It's taking away one star from the top rating because anything, as we all know, that is four out of five or nine out of ten is trash and is not worth your time, right? I mean, that's the way I work in life. If it doesn't get a ten, I don't play it. Oh, so Tomb Raider's trash, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I do it. I I, I sacrifice my life for you. (laughs) Um, Till next time, though, I'll simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug